even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, the iconic king, De Jesus. And I am the big oos, John Torriano. And you're listening to episode 33. Contact information, as always, you can reach the show at blah, 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 dot the smarky geeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you have. And uh, just type in the Smarky Geeks and we'll be the first ones that pop up. Subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks, at Frankie Dancers, at D. John Turiano. So subscribe to us on our Facebook group and uh, have fun conversations there. It's my favorite place to be online. Subscribe to us on Instagram at The Smarky Geeks and on with the show. Now, before we get started, uh, you would think maybe uh, we, sh- we shouldn't put a show out today or whatever, Monday. Because uh, with the world as it is, like why? Why should we put? Why should any podcast be coming out? Yeah, why should, or, or right. why you know why sit here and talk about something as as trivial as wrestling and right. stuff like that? Um, and uh, I I I want to do it primarily to one state where we stand on the issue and have that out there to uh, not as a distraction. If anyone listens to this. Um, I, it, it's not a distraction I because I don't think we should be distracted by what's going on out there you know well maybe let it be a reprieve right you know to take a breath and then meditate or whatever or if you get any form of meditation from this show um, and then and then go back to the to that world with a fresh mind and think about what's going on and stuff like that um, so so I, I'm pretty sure uh, I speak for John in this situation uh, that we support Black Lives Matter because uh, Black my, not Black Lives Matters and uh, Black Lives are needed and they are worthy. Um, and they, so yeah, so I, I figured we should just take a few minutes and just talk about uh, what the hell's going on with the world and um, why we're here today. Go for it. Keep going. You're doing good. <laughs> I don't know. Please. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, um, it, it sucks, you know, um, uh, the the way things are with um, uh, uh, George Floyd, what happened with him and Breonna Taylor and the countless others throughout centuries. This is not a yeah. new thing. Here's what happens. Something happens, people protest it, and they move on to the next day. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. You move on to the next disaster. You know, a few months ago, everybody was talking about coronavirus. Then George Floyd happened, and everybody's talking about that. And then you have the other side saying, well, maybe coronavirus wasn't real because all of a sudden nobody's talking about it. No, this is more important right now. 
Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, look, the caves aren't jumping up because of all the protests. Maybe it was fake. The case is a two-week incubation period. Mm-hmm. The cases are going to jump up. I think we had a small wave of new cases recently because of Memorial Day weekend. Everybody went to the beaches and the parks again. The cases are going to jump up again because of this. Yeah. It sucks, but it also sucks that George Floyd was killed by four cops. And I think more people are... The police... People were quicker to arrest the protesters than arrest the four cops that did this. Mm-hmm. The one cop that actually did, you know, had his knee on George Floyd's neck and three cops watching. Yeah. I think if the day those cops had been arrested on the spot, like right away, I don't think this would have happened like this. Because people would have saw that justice was served. They would have saw that somebody's taking this seriously. But then it maybe would have. Yeah, I think, it, I think it was at a boiling point. And then we are at where we are because of centuries of it happening. Because um, uh, even if they got arrested, you know, like I, they'd, they'd probably just get off on some type of transfer or some bullshit like that, you know? Right. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, we're at a point where some of what's happening is kind of needed, you know? Um, I don't support the violence that's going on out there. Yeah, of course. See, what happened is but I understand where it's why it's happening. I get that, but here's what happened: the people protesting peacefully mm-hmm. were protesting peacefully. But upon was at night, the looters were coming out. Like all the people trying to take advantage of the situation were coming out. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, some people couldn't separate the two. No, the the people that were protesting were the protesters. The people that were looting, they were the looters. Don't don't don't. Don't come, don't put the two together. They're not. They're not together. They're not the same people. They're well, just not. Well, they, well, no, they're actually they are. Like there are protesters that are using violence, um, and I don't support that. But, no. there, but there are protesters that are doing that. Um, I don't support it, but I can't. I, it's weird. I understand why they're using violence. You know, because this is a powder keg, and it's been. That's what happens when you just ignore the situation and this shit just boils up, boils up, and boils up and it's just going to explode. And, you know? Yeah. And then other people are going to take advantage of it and then loot and all that shit like that. And it's gotten worse over the last three and a half years. I say three and a half years for a reason. It's gotten worse over the uh, last three and a half years. And... Yeah, fuck him. And what, he sh- what should have happened from the guy sitting in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is he should have put he should have came out immediately yeah. and, and just tried to end it you know with I don't, I don't know what he would have said because I'm not that type of person I don't know it's not my job but say something to, to put people at ease all he did was add fuel to that all he did was throw fuel on that fire He's, he's, he's constantly throw, throws fuel on fire and then he comes out when the job numbers come out which by the way yeah, were, were wrong point. Yeah. No, they screwed up the numbers. It wasn't that. It wasn't thirteen percent. It was sixteen percent. Right. Let's do this. When he took office, the unemployment rate was at nine percent. It jumped to sixteen percent. Let's say it was still thirteen percent. You're mm-hmm. bragging that that's yeah. higher now. You're gonna brag about it, and then you say, "Oh, George Floyd was probably looking down prior to what he did." What the, yeah. Like what? how dare he even use his name? Well, exactly. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um. And then. It's, and then you get these people that his diehard supporters who think that the Black Lives Matter movie is a liberal conspiracy. 
same way they thought that COVID-19 was a liberal conspiracy and it's going to disappear as soon as the election is over. That this protest are happening were organized by the by the left to get Trump. Come on. It Well, that's the thing with the, the COVID-19 and racism, right? It's like, you've probably seen this all over the place. Like, it doesn't it, affect, it to, you don't can't believe it until it happens to you. You don't believe it until it, it's, it, unless it's happening to you. You know? You know, so it, it, it's not close to them. Or is not affecting any of their world, so then it must not exist, or it's just a hoax that all the people are talking about. Um, but unfortunately, it exists, you know, and, and it sucks, and it's out there. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. One of my best friends, as he's living in your apartment, is black, but we grew up together. We're we're brothers. No, his family is my family. My family is my, he's got my grandmother Nan. Hmm. He's family. Whenever he wanted to come down, wanted to hang out, he always welcomed, always welcomed my house. He, my grandmother, always cooked him dinner. So we're out driving. I forgot we, I don't know where we were, but I was driving. He was in the passenger seat, and I did a rolling stop through a stop sign, which oh, is illegal. Yeah, he's, right. yeah, good. So the cop was on his side. So the minute I went through the stop, I did the rolling, the rolling through the stop sign. The cop pulled us over. Now I know what I did was wrong. Cop pulls over, he comes over to my side, he's like, you know what you did? I'm like, yeah, I went to the stop sign, I'm sorry. He's like, okay, cop's like, okay, just don't let it happen again. He walked away. My boy Ronnie looks at me and goes, you know, if you were black, we would have got a ticket. Hmm. I'm like, you know, if you were white, we would have got pulled over. <laughs> and I hate to say it, I made a joke out of it, but it's true. Yeah. It's fucked up, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, oh. and that that's, it's weird that we're still in this, this world, you know? Like that, I have to. I have to talk to my kids, who I'm Puerto Rican, so I identify to a certain extent to what they're going through. Right. And my kids will identify as black when they grow up, and I have to explain to them <clears throat> this world, you know, like and what's going on, you know. And I, and I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to like that. Just scares the shit out of me that I have to talk to them so they cannot die. And then that literally scares the fucking shit out of me. The only thing you can hope for is that come November, when there's a new administration in office, maybe they'll change things. You know, they'll put laws into effect. I think it'll be better, but it'll still be fucking problems. Another problem that we're having is these people, these white people, fucking white Racist. people, are calling the cops on black people for not doing anything. Yeah. You know, you, you you know one one lady got the cops folder because she was sitting down on a bench, and some white lady who's a who's a, who's a millionaire called because says she was being threatened, which was stupid because she she's being filmed by the cops saying she's being threatened. And the lady's filming just sitting there going, "Okay, I didn't do. I'm not doing anything." Yeah. And it's funny because the video actually shows her husband is walking away from her, like he's yeah. done with it. Governor Cuomo came out today. He wants to sign a law that makes that a crime. To call the cops for no reason. Yeah, it should be a law. It, it should have been a law a long time ago. Like, and that's uh, that's also mirrors the, the the situation with that Marvel edit, former Marvel right, editor, right. who Same. was telling a, a lady to pull a leash on her, on her dog, and she used the fact that he was black, yeah, as as she she weaponized racism. Like, like that's the problem. You know, she weaponized white privilege. You know, and that and that's that's a fucking problem. You know. Do you know that in Germany, like the um, Nazi paraphernalia is banned in Germany? It's yeah. illegal. 
Yeah, you know no, what? They, you know, I think they can't even wear boots. To you know, you know why, right? Because Germany's is ashamed of their history. Yeah. We're proud of it. Yeah. The people in this fucking country are proud of this shit. The Confederate flags and the white power and the, and the KKK and the alt right. You want to know? You want to know about the alt right? Just keep in mind, alt right rhymes with alt white. <laughs> but that's how that's how, that's how you identify with them. And I don't get how you can hate somebody because of the color. I don't get that. Like I can't. It's hard to wrap your head around that. That's weird. I don't. I posted on Facebook today. I don't discriminate against people, but but anything. Except if you're an asshole or not. If you're an asshole, I'm not going to like you. And I don't care who you are. I've lost friends because of shit like this. And I don't give a shit. I don't base my friends on what we get along. I base my friends on their fucking morals. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's just out and out bullshit. And, um... Yeah, I mean, so... I think we should move on, but... That's where we stand. We, we, we believe in Black Lives Matters. Uh, until I, Black Lives Matter, that's that's when all lives will matter. See, the, another thing with the Black Lives Matter, people go, oh, the, the racists in this country, well, all lives matter. We never said all lives didn't matter. We know that. Yeah. But if you say all lives, that includes black lives. You're saying all lives to say well, all lives matter, so black lives shouldn't matter because all lives matter. No, no. All lives won't matter until black lives matter. They all have to matter. Yeah. And all of them. And, it, and it right now, all lives, ma- black lives matter. That's the problem at the moment. Yeah, because yeah, because they they need an issue. It's like and I'm not religious, but and I, I either read this somewhere or someone talked about it online. Like if you go, if you read the Bible, you know, there's the the sheep and the one that left. Right. You know, and it, and then if that sheep, Jesus went left the ninety nine to get that one. You know. Right. Because that one mattered. That one is in trouble. Right. You know. The other sheep still mattered, but he had to go get that one. Or, or another religious reference, um, like like if Jesus was on the mound, when when he was on that mound doing his sermon, and he said, "Blessed are the poor," it, it it's like if one of these old right fuckers or whoever would be like, "No, all of us are blessed." You know, would you would they do that to Jesus? Probably. You know. But you know, I'm not trying to make. I'm not religious at all. But I just, I just that's. I mean, I just thought that was a good example of it. You know, for right. them to, if you want to think on it in that in that case, you know, just just think like you know, the the, the, the those sheep matter. It's just this one that's in trouble now matters more. You know. I mean, listen. I mean, listen to the Ice T song "No Lives Matter." That will describe everything that's going on right now in a three four minute song. That will tell you everything that's going on right now in that one fucking song. So, so do what you can to protest. If you if you can go out, go out and protest. If you can't, and if not, if you want to protest silently, do so as well. If you want to give money to, I'll I'll, I'll find links and put money towards you know black businesses and or uh, bail out people who try to bail out the protesters and stuff like that. You know and. Um, that's another thing that pisses me off. They're 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 protesting police brutality, and then they're fighting them with protest. You know, police, police brutality. brutality. Right. Just, just, anyway, yeah. but go out there. It's it's it, it, it's like a vicious circle. It's never gonna fucking end. Yeah. So anyway, go out there and protest the way you can. You know, if you if you can do it silently at home, and, and just 
just put out there that you support this and then just show that you're an ally or you're part of it do so if you can prom- promote um, support black businesses do so you know um, yeah and I, like I said I'll put links on the on the website and on the on this the, when I put up, post this episode of places where you can do that in your own discretion you know um, but yeah it, it, it kind of sucks and I just yeah, want to get that out there and if if anyone listening has a problem um, with what we're saying I just want to be perfectly clear go fuck yourself there you go um, I, was, I was curious what you I was curious what your next word was going to be yeah it's just, yeah and, and you know like and, and if what we say cause you not to listen to the show good go fuck yourself we don't care we don't want we don't want you then mm-hmm. Jesus oh my god um, so let's continue. Tell them what we're watching. All right, we're watching Back to Wrestling, but we're going to return this back to the other thing in a second. We're watching the best of NXT TakeOvers, the, the best matches from TakeOver, because mm-hmm. tonight, while we're recording this, is NXT TakeOver in your house, which I think I mentioned it last week. I finally figured out why they call it in your house, because you're home watching it, because yeah. you can't be there. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little slow on the uptakes, uptake sometimes. I mean, Triple H literally said that. I, I, I didn't watch the, I didn't watch the, I, <laughs> I, know, I didn't, you didn't watch, watch the announcement. The gimmick, yeah. Um, yeah, so right now we're watching the Fatal 4-Way from the, I think, one of the first or second takeover. It's Sami Zayn, Neville, Tyson Kidd, and Tyler Breeze. And this match is pissing both of us off for the same fucking reason. Mm-hmm. The talent in this ring. Yeah. First of all, you made a good point. You forgot that Tyson Kidd was in NXT. Yeah. Um... But they we see but they ruined Sami Zayn. We see how good Sami Zayn is. We see it again when he fought Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. at one of the other takeovers. We forgot how great Neville was. And I said when I saw Tyler Breeze in NXT years ago, he's gonna be a superstar. He's got talent, and he does. He just didn't get used right. Yeah, I he's one of those guys that wanted to get released. That wanted him to go somewhere else. Yeah, I really, really did. I mean, of these four. Neville was the one that was able to escape, right? Like, right. Neville just, and and Neville did the right. Neville like, no, I'm just gonna stay home. Yeah. You're not. We're not getting. You go. You can't wrestle anymore. We're gonna pay you. But you gotta stay home. Okay. Yeah. He was one of the not the first, but he was one of those first few that left early. And just signed his contract. And yeah, he signed his contract and he put his money where his mouth was and he said, you know, I'll sleep and I'll sit out and then once I'm released out, he went all over the Indies. He went to Dragon Gate. I think yeah. that was one of the first places he went to and. He made that title matter because he would not like a uh, job for anyone. Right. So long as he was holding that title, you know, he wouldn't, he would not go down. He made that title matter. And the Dragon Gate thing kind of screwed up the AEW debut a little bit because remember, he couldn't, they didn't want him fighting for a title because he, because, because he didn't, well, he didn't want to. Well, he, right, didn't he didn't want to lose because he, he was, was still the Dragon Gate champion, yeah. right? And he didn't want to get pinned as yeah. Dragon Gate, even whether for the Dragon Gate title. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what we're watching. This match is phenomenal. It makes us long back to the old days of NXT. Yeah. That we're never going to get back again. No. I really wish, like, I mean, I'm waiting for the crowd to come back all over because I want to start watching Impact again. Cause I feel like Impact could be a great promotion. They have yeah. the talent. But they've been doing uh, empty arena shows. Yeah, I I watch a little bit of it. Like they got caught on YouTube or maybe on the app or something. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the empty arena stuff. They I'm don't not, do it like. They did it like WWE did it. You know, just empty. Well, arena they taped stuff. like three months in advance. Yeah. I remember I posted on a group page today. 
they did a, um, an interview with Jordan Grace. Hmm. And she said she had a wrestle. It was taped like two days ago or something. Taped like two, maybe a week ago. She said she had a wrestle since March. So which means she sat home for three months and didn't wrestle. They did three months of the tapings. Yeah. And their and their champion right now is Tessa Blanchard, and she's in Mexico. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to wrestle. Either she doesn't want to wrestle because she's afraid, which is fine, or she's stuck in Mexico. I don't know which one it is. She had a boyfriend, Daga. I guess he wrestles for Ring yeah. of Honor. Yeah. So, so what they, I like what Impact did was they gave Moose the TNA World Championship to make like a transitional championship. Rather than just crown a, another Impact champion, they, they went a different route with that, yeah. which I thought was great. They thought outside the box a little bit. Yeah, and we need more. We need more. That's kind of cool. To just let's bring back. Let's bring back something instead of creating something. Right, because you know? it's now it means more. Like it's not like an interim thing, like the interim NXT title. It, right, it, it means it's it's its own title, you know. Now, so they, they can they can do whatever they want. With they can do whatever they want. With either keep it when the, everything gets back to normal, or go back to every, or have title for title and unifica, unification type of situation, or or what or whatever situation they can do whatever they want with it. But they they thought outside the box, and that's one of the things that kept that's kept impact around. If they, if they <coughs> you get the right management, they'll think outside the box. Sometimes. 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 Like, I, I was watching Impact 2, trying to catch up with some stuff. They literally do a a um, Boneyard parody type of thing where they, they had a... I forgot what they called it, but they have the Deaners there. Right, right. The Deaner Brothers, whatever. Cody Deaner is great. Yeah. He does, like, a charity. He does yeah. a lot of charity work. Yeah. So he's fun, he's fun to follow. He does a lot of charity work. Yeah. So they did like a like like gimmick like that to the point where one of the deaners, I think I think it was Cody, was sitting on the side of a road, being a hillbilly, and these bikers just whiz by them, right, by him, and he's sitting there like, calm down, guys. This is what do you think? This is like a, a boneyard, you know, literally calling out the boneyard match, and then then they go out and then. The, it was sparse throughout the the show, the right. Impact show. So it was the the Deaners, I think. Yeah, the Deaners versus um, the current tag North. champions. The North, yeah, they were Ethan Page and I forget the other guy. Um, and it was it was just this whole thing where they were fighting all over the place. It was it was a Senate match. But what I like, I mean, the, what the way you're describing, I kind of like though, because mm-hmm. not just one match all at once. They spread out throughout the show. Yeah, could that? I think our problem with like those those cinematic matches is one match from start to finish. Eventually, it gets boring. But if you if you spread it out throughout the show, it might be more tolerable. I just don't like the idea of cinematics. I can I appreciate either. them. Like I even appreciate I appreciated this, and it was it wasn't green or anything like that. And I appreciate the boneyard match. I appreciate the sta- stadium stampede. Uh, Guess I haven't watched it by the way. But I it's just. I don't want them. You know, I can appreciate them and find the humor in them and stuff like that. It's just, I, I just, that's not for me. See, I think we both said it. We want to see a stadium stamp. We wanted to see a boneyard match with Undertaker and Sting. Yeah. If they're gonna do that match, but it's not gonna happen now because Sting left of the beat. Yeah. But that if we were gonna see. It, that's how we want them to see it. Yeah. And I think that's the the the, the I guess the silver lining with cinema matches that it opens up the door to. Older wrestlers, that older wrestlers, and different type of things you can actually do with them, you know, and make it interesting. Yeah. See, I liked. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna laugh at me, but 
I like the feel of the Gargano Tommaso match. I think it dragged a little bit. It dragged too long. But I liked the way it looked, like in the in the arena because it was dark. I liked that. I hated when it went outside and it came inside. I hated all that, but I liked the stuff in the ring. Hmm. If you're gonna do a cinematic match in the ring, that's how you make it look. Was it perfect? No, but mm-hmm. I liked the look of it. I didn't like all the smoke and stuff. Right. I yeah. think Carrion was like under the, the, the ring or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all the smoke that was around. <laughs> but I mean, give I give it the smoke maybe. But I mean, it felt like with that match they were kind of on the right track. I had to do a cinematic match in the ring. Well, it, I it kind of like, went it kind of went off the rails at some point. I feel like all the good parts you like about this that cinematic was the parts that were just a match. Right. See, I said if you're gonna do cinematic matches. Like, you don't have to make it, like, a boneyard match or... Then it's just a match. Just an edited match. That's all right, it is. which is I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I said... I said then a while, it's not really a cinema. It's just well, a match. I said for WrestleMania, what they should... Yeah. They might have said during WrestleMania, yeah. they should have filmed all the matches like that. And they could have did, like, multiple takes to make the match look perfect and just edit it together so it's a, one, so it's a perfect match. Yeah, that's fine. They should have just did that. You're just making a match in kayfabe. More kayfabe than kayfabe. Right. It, but the cinematic idea is that you know they put music in there and weird shit comes out of nowhere. It's it's a movie that, at that point. See, yeah, they, they, they could have done something like that. Have the, the everything black and have the whole card like that. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. No, I said if you if you're gonna do it, go nuts. If you're gonna have to do a cinematic empty arena match, go nuts. Film it like that. I want to see a whole pay per view like that, like in the ring cinematic style. That's what I want to see. When you, when you say cinematic style, you mean in the ring type right, of thing yeah, just yeah. edited that's right. what I mean okay, yeah yeah I want to see that edited go, matches is fine I, I can live with that it's, go nuts yeah. <laughs> go fucking nuts yeah. if you're gonna do it do it right but but I don't want to see like is a whole show that, Jesus that's like um sorry that's okay like that's like the boneyard match right, right? I don't want to see that yeah or like the stand, stadium stampede. I don't want a whole card that's like that no you know? no, no 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 you know jokes and stupid music and Surprise characters coming out on the, you know I don't want that. I just the money want, in the bank. Yo, the money in which bank. Which I, which I, I'm still, in, I, I will, I will stick with that. I enjoyed the hell out of this. Maybe it wasn't good, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I just did. Oh come on, they, 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 they literally threw people over the the, the edge, the ledge, and you we'll hear crack, like a cartoon drop. Like what cracked up about that was. It's like Rey Mysterio got thrown over the edge and he wrestled the next night, got thrown against the chair. He might be out for a while. Yeah. What? And then he comes back. <laughs> no, wait, what? But anyway, um, real quick, I want to jump back for a second. All right. We're talking about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, what's going on. Um, Jackson Riker made the news. Yeah. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> he came out and tweeted about, about his support for uh, Sweet Potato Hitler. That's what I'm going to call him. And it wasn't that... It, w- it was bad enough that he supported him. Look, you're allowed to... Su- look, as much as we don't like him, you're it's a free country. Part of being a free country is you support who you want to support. The problem is he used his wrestling tagline in the tweet supporting him. Yeah. And Kevin Owens called him out on it. Yeah. And he go, usually you use a shitty wrestling tagline. To support... Yeah, to promote a right. tagline. And then he comes out about... Uh, I, I thought I had it. 
I really thought I had it. It's a, it's, it's a pro pro um, sweet potato Hitler tweet, and also against the. I I, I thought I had it. I am so sorry. What his tweet? Yeah, but it was well, more. It was more than just, that. Yeah. But it was it was him. There's a bunch of stuff that he tweeted out. Yeah. So people in the locker room are waiting for him to come in because they not that they're angry with them because they want to know the whole story. Because Drew Brees from the San Diego Char- LA Chargers tweeted out something like that, but then he apologized for it. He realized he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Probably because he caught a lot of flack for it. Yeah. But he did tweet out you know, supporting what's going on. And then the NFL, remember a few years ago, Colin Kaepernick, the NFL basically, four out of ten players blackballed him. Yeah. They can't play football. They came out and said that they support what he does now. So people's tunes are starting to change. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what Jackson Riker's statement will be this week. Will he apologize for it? Maybe he didn't mean. Um, he might even come out and say I didn't mean it the way it sounded. What I'm curious what he's yeah. going to say. <laughs> I, look, all I'm going to say is I'm curious what he's going to say. Yeah. Because a lot of people are PO'd at him. But then again, McMahon's are Trump supporters. Yeah. No, so who knows what's going to happen? The, they're in the, the. Right. Linda's in the minute. It, it's part of the administration. Yeah. So I'm curious of what the, what the fallout for him is going to be. As are, they'll just have him sit at home for a while. Yeah. We'll tell it dies down. Yeah, that, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. And it sinks because the Forgotten Sons were getting a push as a tag team. Because they are getting better in the ring. Well, I think they can just take him out of it. It wasn't really him that was part of it. it was, he was just the muscle. It was those other two. So if they can maybe repackage them or continue this whole thing as they without him. That'll be fine. I mean, if they could, if they want to angle it, which I mean, at this point might not be a bad idea. Have them turn on him for what he said. I wouldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't. Either. I wouldn't put it past them. I exactly. Considering what we'll talk about later today, uh, but yeah, I wouldn't put it right. past them for doing that. Yeah. But I mean, look, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna send Jackson Riker home or basically release, outright release him because mm-hmm. because of the heat in the locker room, maybe that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, in, in six months or so, or a year when the heat dies down, maybe bring him back. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so that's what's going on with that right now. <laughs> and we're still doing empty arena stuff, but let's go talk a little bit about that. And so you get an empty arena pay-per-views. Tonight is TakeOver. Yeah. What is your interest factor on this pay-per-view? I say this for almost every single TakeOver. I am I, I, the build to any of these matches is nil to none. Like I, I most of the time, I don't care about what's going to happen. But then when the takeover happens, I'm always like never bet against the takeover. Yeah, it's usually when it happens and you watch, it's just fucking amazing. Um, I I I am less. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I I don't think that's going to happen with this takeover. Um, because some of these matches, I just don't. I'm just. They could surprise me, um, but a lot of these matches I'm just not feeling like um, Finn and Priest. Keep in mind we're recording this before the night of the show. So when you guys are listening to this, the show already happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, the match that I wasn't looking forward to was the Triple Threat Women's match until that promo on NXT Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, that was a very good promo. I, yeah. I wasn't. You talking about the video package? Yes. Yeah. It was very Usually good. I fast forward past all these. You know me, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch. I'm sitting there. I'm like. Holy crap! I'm invested in this match. Yeah, they did a really good job with that video package. That was an amazing. We'll, I mean, we'll get to when we get to our main event, but that was an amazing. 
amazing video pack. That really got me pumped up for this match. It made me almost kind of feel like maybe they'll give it to EO. Like that. Um, I was like, they're not gonna give it to EO. Um, There's rumors that her and Velveteen Dream are getting called up. Great. So I mean, I don't know how true it is. Yeah. But the, the story that I read was that her and Velveteen are both getting called up. So probably neither one of them are gonna win it. Great. Why would they pull call up EO? Like how many? Uh, I guess anyway. I mean, they lost. I guess they're looking for a spark. They lost Becky Lynch. I don't know. Um, I'd rather call Bria Ripley. Yeah. I mean, if it was I, me, I'd call Bria Ripley before I call Pio. I got. I if would, it was me. Uh, I wouldn't call anyone up. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but Vince is starting to panic because he's looking at the ratings. So yeah. Raw and SmackDown are shit right now. Yeah. I mean, they're drawing they're drawing one point five mil, which is garbage. For what they used for raw, raw has been consistently going down for the last couple of years. Right. Um, SmackDown has been up and down and stuff like that. Uh, I think they were kind of steady this week. If I'm, if I, 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 I am read the ratings. Um. But yeah. The. Uh, oh, great. our next match: Sasha Banks, Bailey, NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. Which was a great match. Yeah. Very story. I'd rather watch this every week. I watch this. I watch the same. I watch this best of every week, <laughs> rather than I watch anything else. <laughs> um, let's move on. No. Oh, speak, you got what? something else? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Quick. Yeah, so, so continue about takeover. I'm sorry. So, oh uh, yeah. Um, I yeah. don't care about the Damian Priest Finn Balor match, but I would like to see them do something. I don't know. There's a bit. Literally, been no build to that. Except I wouldn't mind seeing them team up, like like Priest be Finn Balor's muscle or something. I can't. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't care about. I'm saying the other matches. The, there's a six woman tag match. That I actually kind of feel like it's the best built. Six. Wo- yeah, it, it's um. Dakota oh. Kai, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, Renee Gonzalez. Um. Or Reina Gonzalez, sorry. And I forgot who's with them. Isn't it like, isn't it like against um, Tegan Knox? Tegan Knox. Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart. I might be using that was Shotzi Blackheart. And Mia Yim, I think, isn't that? No. Um, and Candice LeRae is on the other side. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So, that is actually very... I, I feel like they're mixing storylines with this, right? But a I, bit. but I do feel like it, it's the most built to them. Like you got the Shotzi Blackheart uh, dealing with all of those women on the other side, and you got um, Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. You got the um, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox storyline, and, and Renee Gonzalez went along with that. I think everything's just very much built, highly built with that match, and I'm kind of looking forward to. it. I think it's gonna be crazy shit going on in that match, especially when you got Shotzi Blackheart. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm looking. I am looking forward to that one, and I'm kind of looking forward to the Gargano Keith Lee match. And I like what they're doing with Gargano as a heel. I'm enjoying him as a heel. Yeah, I think he wins it. I think Keith Lee might might be a surprise call up. Uh, great. I th- I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it. I'm just I'm just yeah. guessing, but that should be a great match though. I, I'm hoping for a great match. Like that should be a surprise sleeper. I mean, not even like it should. You hear those two names, it should be an amazing match. And I was looking forward to Velveteen Dream with Adam Cole until I heard it was a backyard bro match. Oh yeah. I'm like, fuck. You know, like Adam Cole's gonna get knocked out, and then they're gonna go into the Velveteen Dream. 
Right. <laughs> and then it's gonna be a dream. And you know Yui's gonna get involved in that. Oh yeah. You know. So I was looking forward to to that. That's got yeah. It's the it's a world title, so that's gonna be the main event. Yeah. Oh, it was taped already. Yeah. So the rest of the card is gonna be live. Yeah. But that's gonna be obviously they always tape the cinematic matches. Yeah, and you can't put that anywhere else on the card other than the main event. Right. You can't because how do you come back to a normal right. wrestling show after that? Um, unless they do what Impact did and spurts it out throughout the card. Yeah. Which wouldn't be a bad idea actually. Yeah. So you, you don't have to deal with it all at one shot. <laughs> yeah. I unfortunately I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I didn't care for that match. I kind of feel like. Of all the wrestlers on NXT, Velveteen Dream is probably the one that was hurt the most with these empty arenas. Because he, his character is such a reactionary thing right. for the audience. Like, he plays off the audience. He does, like, he, he performs for the audience, you know, as he gets in the ring and stuff like that. So, I think he's kind of the one that kind of got hurt the most with this whole, of NXT. Right. You know, the most, the, who, who got the hurt the most with uh, this whole empty arena stuff. And it didn't help that they treated the empty arena matches, cards and shows like they were actual cards. Like they they, they, they talked to it, they didn't change anything. That didn't help at all either. Yeah, that was a problem at a big problem. Like they were just it was almost as if they're just actors acting. Right. And that kinda just takes you out of the show. We know they're just actors acting, but it, it takes you out of it. When you see them talking to a crowd that isn't there, you know. Um, speaking about NXT crowds, you want to talk about the the issues they're having? Yeah. Um, so if you watch NXT and Raw and SmackDown for that matter, you see that they they have a crowds again. It's the it's the talent, it, it's performance and the talent, mm-hmm. which is the one thing they're doing. We talk about they're doing it behind the plexiglass. Yeah. Which you're not a fan of. I don't care. Yeah. It's something they, they they're trying. Here's the problem. The re- the talent that's doing it is being forced to stand up the entire time. Except that between matches, they're allowed to sit. And if they're caught sitting during the matches, they're berated over the PA system. Yeah. They have to bring their own food. They're not allowed to have to eat tents by themselves, and they can't go to catering. Just as they, they, they're starting to get it right, they do shit like this. Yeah. I mean, a lot of wrestlers just be glad that's still have jobs, I guess. But, yeah, I guess, yeah. But, no. Now, I mean, now Florida might be opening stuff up to, to people again, with limitations, of course. Yeah. So if they do that, that might solve all these problems. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, it's... Um, yeah, so like you said, Florida's opening it back up. They're going to one of their next phases. So they're, go- they're supposed to be having, like, limited capacity and stuff like that. I'm curious how they would do that, though. Like, what is it, every third seat can I have somebody? Or are you allowed to stay together if you came in together? Probably that type of situation. Which um, wouldn't be bad. Like, if you're going with, like, four friends, you all four sit together and you have a whole row of yourselves. Yeah. Uh, I, I presume testing or some sort of temperature taking. I mean, they do that at my job. We do a temperature yeah. check every morning. Yeah, so... I mean, that, it, a temperature yeah. check is not a cold, not a clear-cut case that you, they don't have yeah, it. Yeah, because you could be... Because uh, you could be asymptomatic. But, but it's something. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so and they might do something like that. Goddamn. Um, test them out. Um, sit them, you know, six feet apart. However, they'll work. They'll work it out. Um, but yeah, they might bring back those crowds, and that will hopefully help a lot of this situation. 
um, especially for talent like uh, Velveteen Dream and stuff like that. Um, uh, AW might might be in a better position also because I think if it's an outside arena, you you have like a probably a bigger capacity because it's outside. See, I've, yeah, you're right. Because NXT, unfortunately, NXT tapes. Yeah. It's at the small arena. It's a full sale or the PC. Right. So. They you can't put that many people can't in there. can't put that many people. But since Daily is an open arena, they might be allowed to have more people than, than you know, the, the, the small, you know, the NXT and stuff like that. Um, so that, that might, so AW is going to change. And they're in Florida too. Right. So whatever rules they're going to have to follow, they can't follow the same ones. So that's going to change for them. So that's cool. I think that's cool for both. I think, you know, seeing crowds and regular people in there again, it's going to be cool. Yeah. I wonder if they'll mix it still. Like, maybe some of the wrestlers will be out there still. Just to transition it back into regular... Maybe. You know? I don't know. Do you want... To, the problem is, do you make one side talent, one side fans? Do you intermingle them? Because that could be dangerous, too. Because some, well, no, some fans are just idiots. You'll have the front crowd... And then the fans will be on the out, within the outside. That Maybe. way, they're not too close or anything. Like that, yeah. That's that. Yeah, you know, that was my problem. See, again, AEW is in a better position to, to let fans in because they, because they, and if they, and if they keep doing it where they're doing it now, you can bring people all the way up as far up as the rafters, mm-hmm. and it'll seem like a, a wild crowd. Yeah. Again, yeah. performance center or full sale, you you have limited space. Yeah. And you gotta assume, like thinking about it now, like we were wondering why is Tony Khan going back to this, the dailies and stuff like that. You gotta figure he probably saw this coming down. You know, maybe he has an open arena. Once the phases start happening, his and that whatever phase he's in starts uh, loosening up, they'll be able to have more crowds and they um, can do a crowded arena. Maybe and part of that thing was because they were filming it in Georgia, where QT Marshall's gym is. I think, I think Georgia. Started started cutting started locking down a little bit. That's true, yeah. So I think I think they got they got a little uptick. Yeah. So they had to start shutting shit, shit down again. That might be another reason they moved. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I like the AW show, the QT Marshall's gym better. Hmm. I kind of did. <laughs> Cause you you're the same amount of wrestlers in the crowd because it's such a small place that the sound just worked better. Uh, it, it didn't bother me there any less or anymore. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, look, what they do, the way they're doing it now at the, at the Palace is great. I'm enjoying it. But if I had a pick between there and QT Marshall's gym, I prefer QT Marshall's gym. I prefer, I, to me, I just like it better. Yeah. So. Uh, so that goes Florida crowds. New Japan is also entering their next phase um, where they're going to start doing. Well, they, the New Japan has lifted their emergency status. So they're not in the emergency anymore because they have very low numbers of uh, of the pandemic over there. Yeah, because their leadership, because <laughs> their fucking leadership took it seriously from day fucking one. Yeah, all these countries that are having a decline in COVID cases mm-hmm. are because their country took it fucking seriously from day one. Yeah, they didn't treat it as a joke. They didn't treat it like oh, it's gonna go away. It's nothing. No, they treated it fucking seriously. Yeah, they did the right fucking thing. We're the only asshole country that didn't. But I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> this is a very angry show. <laughs> God damn. It really is. Uh, so, yeah, New Japan's opening back. Well, they're going to, supposedly, they're going to start plans to opening back up, uh, doing empty arena shows at first. Was the plan that um, Harold May laid out? Harold May is the president of New Japan. Um, saying that 
once the emergency status is left, they'll start doing empty arena shows. And then after that, they'll phase in the crowds, um, supposedly testing everyone and, um, I guess, seating, seating them with social distancing in mind. Um, so that's great, because I can't wait for New Japan to come back. Um, and I'm just curious as to how how they're going to come back. Are they just going to come back where they left off? Are they going to do a G1? What would you do? Oh, one big show. Like one big show to bring... Like, like the, a like welcome we, back show? Yeah, like what we did. You know, that type of situation. Um, but I'm saying, what would you do? With, I understand. Oh, like how would I... With the storyline yeah. and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, and there's all these like events that could have happened that didn't happen. Like, I think Dominion should pass the... the the G G one was supposed to be this summer. Wrestle Dynasty didn't have the Wrestle Dynasty. So, what, know what I would do? I would just start fresh. I would start brand new feuds. I would. This will be. It would be a good nah. way. For, it would be a good way to just do to do like a soft reboot. Well, I. I not mean, all, not all the feuds. Like some of the good feuds you keep, but like some of the other feuds, maybe change things up a little bit. Well, I don't think they'll. I don't think there's just. I, I think that's basically what they'll do. I don't think anyone's going to be in a feud once this starts back up. I don't think they're going to be like, well, what, what page were we on before this happened? Right. Let's start from there. I think they'll reintroduce, reintroduce, reintroduce those feuds into it. You know, whatever feuds that were going on between Okada and Naito and whoever else. Um, I'm curious what this means for also AEW in, in a sense because uh, John Moxley is still their American champ. Um, U.S. title holder, um, so that so that there's that stuff, you know, like like, you know, like how they're gonna work him into it, or they're gonna strip him of the title once they come back up and stuff like that. It'll be the second time they've done that. Um, Weird. Yeah. So, well, the first he was injured or something. Yeah. Or he couldn't. I think he couldn't. He couldn't show up. You started to get stuck here. Yeah, because there was a storm that was happening. He just couldn't ha- come over. Right. So they they had a they replaced him with someone else, and it was for the title. Wasn't it Juice Robinson end up taking the title? Yeah, yeah, it was Juice Robinson against Lance Archer. Okay. And I think it was Lance Archer that took the title. Okay. All right, and Moxie beat Lance Archer. Yeah. Uh, real quick side note: Is it me or was was Sasha hotter in NXT? Was it just me? No, you you right. She looks she looks better in NXT. Yeah. Maybe it's the outfit. Maybe she looks happy. <laughs> yeah, she's probably just happier. <laughs> she probably just happy. Probably just enjoying herself more. He also this was like, like a time in her career like she knew she was doing something that mattered. You know. Right. Like I mean I'm I'm sure she's proud of where she's at now and stuff like that. But like, do her matches matter? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like here she knows this match matters. This match means something. Yeah, and then I mean they. I remember this takeover. They stole it. They stole the weekend. Yeah, I remember. There's and this match had me on my feet. Yeah, I remember. Like, like fucking like I was like holy shit. Like especially that that Hurricane Rana yeah. spot into the into the 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 the, the belly belly to belly whatever the fuck you call it. And I like you know and th- and you could tell that they have such good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. That's what made this match special. Yeah, because this was a storied match too. Yeah. So long. You know? And she wore the dusty colors and stuff like that and polka dots. Yeah. We got off track a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, but I, t- <laughs> I, I, I'm watching, I'm like, I'm like, what happened to her? I mean, Bailey too, for that matter. 
I don't give a shit about Bailey anymore. Look, I like her heel persona. I like that, I like that they healed her out. They actually, they actually, they actually went for it. Oh, Bailey, yeah. Yeah, but I, but my problem is that she's, and and that's a problem WWE has with faces is, Jesus, they can't. They have so many home run faces there in their company, and they just can't take advantage of it. Yeah, like Bailey, you know, Roman, you know. <laughs> You know, Daniel Bryan, you know, uh, Asuka, uh, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. They just can't keep them faces when they should be, like, successful faces, you know? Because, Sami Zayn, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, because Bailey should have been one of the people that stayed a face her whole whole career, yeah. but she was getting booed. Yeah. So, they, so it's funny. She's getting booed. Like, oh, we'll heal her out. Roman's getting booed. Now nah, we're going to leave this way. It's yeah. fine. We're going we're gonna to force you to cheer for him. Yeah. If anybody should have been healed out, it should have been Roman Reigns. At least once. Yeah. Um, speaking about... Talent, Wait, are you done with New Japan? Yeah. All right. Um, speaking about talent that uh, from WWE, uh, Impact may have some interesting hires. <laughs> they went all in. God <laughs> damn. They did a video package last week. Like, it was like 30 seconds or something. But showing all the talent that got fired from WWE recently. Yeah. Gallows, Anderson, Yeah, the, the video was someone sitting on a chair. They did it like the, the SmackDown hacker style. Yeah. And and then he turns on the video and, and it shows the, the Hungarian flag, you know, to represent... Uh, what's his face? Rusev. Rusev, or whatever he call, he's calling himself now. Um, and then they show other talents, like you said. I think they showed... Um, the, the Gall- Gallows and Anderson, EC3, uh, they showed um, Brian Myers, which is... Um, Zack Ryder? No, the other one. Oh, um... The fuck? I can always forget. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. God damn. They showed him. Every time. Um, I think they did something with Zack Ryder as well. I can't recall. Um, but yeah, they showed a lot of fucking talent in this one video. I wouldn't which, mind seeing, like... Anson Gallo's there, like a short stint there, before they go back to New Japan. I wouldn't mind that. Well, I think, I mean, that's probably what the deal is. I don't think these are signed people. People that's going to maybe have a few matches there. Yeah, yeah, I think it could be just like the Cody situation. Right. You know, I mean, maybe Cody was signed with them at one point, but I don't think, he he was, he worked, they worked everywhere. It was just a stop for them, you know? Even while Cody was in um, Impact. He was doing Evolve and, and other promotions and stuff like that. You know, so that might be the same situation for them. You know, and then Impact is just gonna take advantage of that while they have the opportunity to do so. No, it'd be cool if they did an angle with new, like let's say Impact decided to work with New Japan again. Mm-hmm. Did an Impact with Bullet Club invading Impact and Galvanzen with the front guys for Bullet Club. All right, that would be cool. Because yeah. I would love to see these promotions start working together again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if AEW would ever work with New Japan. I mean, they, they have that kind well, of... They have, like, they have, small they have that small... That, yeah. They have only with certain talent yeah. that allowed to work both. But I would love to say, like, Impact, you know what? We're going to work with New Japan. Or let's do something. Hmm. And go to other small promotions. Maybe MLW. You know, let's all work together. Let's have fun with it. I mean, it would be hard. Like, it would be, no, uh, be very hard. Because New Japan is successful. Right. Right? AEW is successful. So you got to figure out who needs who more. Right. You know? And then you can do something maybe with Impact, but that's going to benefit Impact more. Right, but also New Japan, 
Is New Japan still doing the LA Dojo thing? Or is that... We don't know because of the whole situation. that would situation. be a good yeah. way for New Japan to get their foot in the door here. Yeah. To have, like, you know, a, a, a U.S. promotion. Yeah. Work, you know, Impact will be their U.S. Their US promotion. Yeah. That would be fine. That that might be the, that might be the way in. Yeah. Um, what, what was I even talking about? Um, the Impact Hires, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so... That... Who do you think all of them like all of the ones that they hinted there are gonna be there? I, I want to say yes, because why would you show them if you're not if you're not bringing them in at least for like a one-off show? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, why would you do that? Yeah. Just to get people to get your pay-per-view so nobody shows up and you get fans more pissed at you. Right. I think they'll all be there. Maybe like maybe not signed. Or maybe a few of them will sign. But yeah. I think Gals and Anderson will probably be like. We'll show up, we'll do a few shows for you because they can't get back to Japan anyway. Even if they're going to go to New Japan, they can't go there right now. They can't fly there. Right. So maybe you know, we'll sign with you for a while and we'll see what happens in six months. You know, maybe we'll work here and work New Japan. You know, I think you'll see a lot of wrestlers now because of what's going on, a lot of promotions that have stopped doing shows, a lot of people losing their jobs. You'll see a lot of wrestlers, I think, a lot of, a lot of promotions working together a little bit. Like sharing, maybe not sharing talent, but giving their talent more opportunities. Because you never, because the world, because now you don't know what's going to happen anymore. Yeah. You know I mean? So I, I think they'll get the opportunity to work multiple promotions more. Pro- well, I think with those smaller ones, yeah. Right. I don't think AEW. AEW might do like they, like they did with Jeff Cobb, and then might bring in somebody for a couple of appearances. Well, yeah, and, and supposedly that's the type of deal that they have with FTR. FTR is a handshake deal. See, I wouldn't mind seeing Gallows and Anderson make an appearance for AEW. Well, odds are that's what's going to happen. Like, like that, that AEW, it's not against making those handshake deals right. and, and stuff like that. So I think that was going to happen regardless. And if Gallows and um, Anderson are stuck here, and say, say they want to go to New Japan to wrestle, but they're stuck here till they can get over there, they might say, you know what, we'll go to AEW. We'll make a couple appearances Impact. Maybe we'll make an appearance in MLW. Yeah. Maybe we'll make an appearance here. Maybe we'll make an appearance there. I don't. You know what? We're gonna have fun with it. Yeah, but I don't think. I, ooh, ooh. Like I don't think uh, this is my favorite part. Um, I don't think it's gonna be like a, a big like outing. Like I don't think if like say Gallows and Anderson decided to show up at AEW, I think it would just be one or two appearances. Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll be like oh let's focus on them. Or something no, no, like no. That. That's what I mean. I mean. We'll make an appearance here. We'll make an appearance there. We'll have, and we'll just, you know, maybe we'll see Galvan versus the Bucks. Yeah. You know, we'll see stuff like that now. You know, they can't, we can't go anywhere else. Miles just toys other promotion. Do what Cody did. Yeah. But the if I don't think Impact signed all those people. I I don't think they signed all of them. Yeah. I can see a couple of them signing. The the primary reason. If they did, it would suck for the talent that's there. Why? Because, you know, if they're going to have former WWE superstars, whether wherever they were on the card, they're going to focus on all of them. Like AEW is doing now. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm talking about, you're talking about John Moxley and stuff like that. I'm talking about Moxley. You know they're gonna be they're gonna be focusing on FTR. They brought in Brian Cage. Brian, Brian Cage, Cage gets a title WWE. shot right away. Brody Lee got a title shot right Brian away. Brian Cage wasn't WWE. I'm talking, but they brought in outside talent. Well, everyone that gets hired is outside talent. But I'm right. saying 
these guys, it, it's like a, a like the, it almost seems like they're trying to do an invasion angle here. So you know they're, they're going to get the full focus on these people rather than the talent that's there. AEW's new. Anyone they hire is part of their, their roster. You know, so Impact is not new. They got talent that they were focusing on before all this shit. But A... So you know, like, if they bring in a tag team, eventually, sooner rather than later, that tag team is going to be a championship tag. And, you know, Rusev is going to be one of their heavyweight champions, you know, shit like that. Now, you do know? you see... You EC3 know, is going to be one of their heavyweight champions. Do you see FTR getting a media title shot? With uh, AEW? Yeah. No, they're, they're already showed, you know, what we'll talk about later, they're going to go through the tag division. You know? They're going to go through first, uh, what's their name? The, 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 the Butch and the Blade. They're going to go through the they, they, the private part. They're going to go through all those other tag teams and build them up to get to uh, the Bucks and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. But that that's not going to be the case for Impact. They're going to, whoever tag team is going to come from WWE to here, they're going to shoot them to the stars. And say, hey, you're the championship. You're the champions now. You know? That's just, that's just how they do it because if they have that talent, they're going to try to take 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 advantage of that, you know, if it bleeds, it leads type of situation, you know. Yeah. Moxie, Moxie was a superstar coming in, you know. You treat him like one, and he didn't become a championship right away. He was with that company from start. Okay. From start. Okay. Don't try to disperse my AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go back to WWE. Uh, WWE now offers a free uh, network. <laughs> yeah, you still have to sign up. Now I don't know if you have to still put your credit card in. No, for the free, you don't have to put your credit card. You have okay. to create an account, but you don't have to put your credit okay. Card that, in. that that's where I was going. Like, like you know, you have to make sure you cancel it, or they'll charge you eventually. I didn't know what was going on. No, it's kind of like the YouTube model. You know, like right. you, you sign up with your Gmail account and stuff like that, and it's free, with commercials and stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't think they're putting commercials on their free situation, at least not yet. Um, but yeah, but it's the same situation. You know? But they are not offering a free month anymore. Now, when you first signed up with WWE, you get a free month. Yeah. They're not doing that anymore. No, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That was a bad business thing anyway. The whole situation is a bad business thing. Um, you know, people do use fake email accounts to get signing up for free months to get. The people were doing that before, yeah. Yeah. Um, it probably still were. And, and it just didn't show in their numbers. You know, it wasn't like every month they were like, well, look, look, because we offered this free situation, we got big numbers, you know. They only had like 200 million. Not 200, wow, that's a bigger number. They only had like 2 million subscribers. For how long has it been going? Five, seven years? Long time. About seven years, yeah. Seven years. So they expected that number years ago yeah they 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 wanted that at least 5 million or more by at, at this point also cuz they only cuz the product is so bad that people are turned off by it yeah. you know it's, it it is what it is now there's doing rumor that they're going to tear out the network to put more indie stuff on there we've been hearing about that for a while yeah i wonder if they're still going to do that hopefully cuz then it, it kind of Gives more credence to for me anyway, or or other buyers into it to be like, yeah, it's worth it, you know. To me, it's still worth it for their their backlog, their catalog. Right. To me, I, I love watching a lot of. That yeah, I mean, stuff. we're watching it right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just still enough on it that if you know, if you don't like the current product, there's still enough on it for you to watch yeah. and enjoy. Yeah, definitely. So for me, I enjoy that stuff. Um, 
But, I mean, the, the reason why they're offering this free thing is because they're trying to get that subscription up. You know? And then entice you with other shit once the subscriptions and go up. This is a great moment, too. Yeah. The match is over. Bailey won the title, and all the four horsemen are in the ring. Like, Charlotte and Becky came in the ring first and congratulated Bailey. And then, and then when Sasha walked in, Bailey looked at her like, uh oh. Like, <laughs> she didn't know what to expect. And Sasha went up and hugged her. And all, it, it, was a great, it was a great moment. Yeah. I miss this NXT. <laughs> um, you're gonna do it. What was I talking about? Uh, impact about like talent signing. Oh no, what's free no, network? The free, yeah, the free network. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just to get they subscription did numbers up. Like that too. The four they never did. They never. They, they never teased pulled, they, it. They often. never pulled the fucking trigger. Yeah. And I want to see the four horsemen versus the other four horsemen, the UFC four yeah, horsemen. Yeah, that, that never happened. Seemed like they were working towards it because they're all in WWE now, right? But and then it never happened. Now it's now. Can I? If it does happen, I can have it till next year. Yeah. Till Bell, till Side, till um, Becky comes Becky back. Becky comes back. Um, but anyway, free network. I think it's just to get subscriptions up. Yeah, I think it is too. You know, and then they'll start offering shit to try and entice those people to join the the paid tiers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? But I think it's just to get that that number up so they can have more eyes on the product and just say, hey, look. We have a, uh, you know, we have seven million people subscribed to the network. We're we're successful, and then of course that's ad revenue too, especially if there's going to be ads throughout it and stuff like that. So that that's revenue they get from that. So because they're not doing pay per views yet anyway, so they they've lost a lot of money on that. Um, not that they've lost any money because they're they're on track to be doing their best numbers in years. Um, but yeah, so that's the free network. In a nutshell. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's it for news and stuff like that. Um, let's move on to the main event. That was quick. We got there pretty quick. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Uh, you open up. Because I got to look at well, Let's go do the ratings first. What were they? Um, I think NXT did seven fifteen. Yes, we went down like almost hundred million. And now um, AEW went seven thirty. So it was really close. Yeah. Look, until the ratings matter, of course, that's what brings money in. But with the whole empty arena stuff going on, I don't know how much creative I put into it. I think it's turning a lot of people off to wrestling, to watching it on TV as a whole. Well. Yes and no. I mean, with the numbers, you can still see that there's still a a um, loyalty to NXT. Right. Because their numbers hardly change. You know what I'm saying? With AEW, there's always, when something is happening in the world, AEW fans are willing to just change the channel to CNN or whatever and put on what's, what's happening. You know? I am curious what the ratings would be if they were on different nights. I think I've said this before. I'm curious if they were if either AEW or NXT was on a different night, what would the ratings be for each show? If there was no nothing else, like no competition that week. Uh, I think both shows would be doing a lot better. Obviously. I think that, but would AEW hit that million mark? Because everybody's talking I, I hate like these people on these on social media, oh AEW's kicking NXT WWE's ass. You're beating WWE's third brand. Which is still considered quote unquote developmental. You know, until you hit that one, and, they, and they're still not hitting one million. Well, I think even at their, even I, at their prime, they barely hit one million, maybe once, twice. 
Yeah, when I am. They've come close to it more than NXT. But. Right, but NXT, cause that's because NXT's got that unfortunate thing of being considered developmental. Yeah, because it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Like, if anyone becomes a big star in that company, they go up to the, the, the main brand. And I, and I actually consider that a downgrade yeah. for them. But I mean, it, it is. But <laughs> that's, that's the situation, you know. Um, but... Yeah, but if NXT wasn't there, yeah, they'll definitely be hitting those million marks. You know? Yeah. Especially when you see there's a drastic number, because you know, NXT, I don't know if they're still doing it, but NXT was doing those overruns. You know, those 10-minute overruns and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really pay attention. I just, I just DVR watching the beginning. So but I'm, I'm saying, if you look at the, they call it the quarter hours, the... the during that quarter hour, NXT gets a huge boost of viewers, you know? So so a lot of those viewers go to NXT because they know NXT is still happening, so they watch those last 10 minutes and shit like that, you know? I, yeah, I think if NXT wasn't there, they'd be definitely hitting those 1 million marks, you know? And it'd probably be an easier road for them to hit because NXT is not a bad show. No. It's just not, it's not a great show as it should be, as it was. Um, where were we? No, the ratings. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, it, it just shows like every, you know, when something's happening in the world, the AEW viewers will turn off AEW and watch the news, and then the NXT viewers are loyal. They still watch NXT. NXT numbers are hardly ever affected by what's happening in the world. It stays steady usually. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, that's my that's the main takeaway from the ratings is that AW gets I mean, it's a pattern. You know, something's happening in the world, the world's blowing up right now, so AW viewers are like, yeah, let me watch what's happening on the news. NXT viewers are like, ah, it's Wednesday. This is my wrestling night. I'm gonna watch wrestling. Um uh, get your card. My card's ready up. Go ahead, go do it. Alright, so it opened up with a, um, this is the go-home, sh- this is the go-home show of TakeOver, which is tonight. Um, Candice LeRae, Miriam, and then a double count-out. After the match was over, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano came out, and they ended up making it a mixed tag match. What I liked about this was that Keith Lee and Gargano came out in street clothes. Oh, yeah. So it kind of came out of nowhere that it became a mixed tag. Usually, WWE, what they do is... When a wrestler is gonna be involved in a match, like in a match, he comes out in his wrestling attire. Like, why is he in his wrestling attire? He's not there to wrestle. Yeah. But yeah, I like that they both came out in street clothes. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. The match itself was alright. The mixed tag was alright. Yeah, I didn't care for. It. I mean, I mean, it was it was a move. It was just a move to the Keith Lee Johnny Gargano match forward. I just I'm, wish they just left the women's match alone. Yeah. Just let that finish. Give me a finish. And that give me some funny thing that turns into a mixed tag. And then we come back in the middle of it. You know, I, I, just, I didn't like that. Alright, um, next up, we had a video package for the upcoming t- tonight Tommaso Ciampa carrying cross match. It was alright. I mean, it was good. I mean, it, was a, it, it was a promo. Oh. Um, backstage interview with Dexter Loomis. About who's gonna win anti championship? He didn't oh, say yeah. a word, but I was out of drawing and he just cut away. I half expected, um, I forgot who the interviewer was. 
It's a new girl. Right. Okay. I have expected to pull an office and look at the camera. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I have expected her to do that. Yeah, this was a gimmick he used to do in the indies and stuff like that when he was a TNT championship at one point, too. Um, it was a gimmick. He would come out with an Ezo. Yeah. Put the Ezo in the middle See, of the I ring. I didn't know that. Yeah, he'll put the Ezo in the middle of the ring and he'll paint some stuff. Because he was like that, I don't know, like the American Cycle type of character and stuff like that, you know? And then I guess they're trying to bring that into this, which I thought was kind of dumb when you actually saw the piece he did. It was like a caricature. Type that, of thing. I, I didn't see it. So. And then you had the announcers like acting like it's oh my god, it's a great piece of art. Oh my god, but it was just caricatures type yeah. stuff. It was like the stuff you pay like ten dollars on the street so someone can draw you with a big head type of thing. I was like, what? But it, it was fine. I wasn't, wasn't insulted by it or anything like that. And they did an interview early in the day, interview with Drake Maverick, but he had no pressure for tonight's match. All right, whatever. It is what it is. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, I got to call say about that. Yeah. They did a video package for Adam Colvin's Velveteen Dream. It included Cole hanging out with UE, celebrating his one year as champion. Oh, yeah. And sort of return of um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. You know, with UE again. Yeah. I fast forwarded through most of it. I'm like, oh, he I, didn't miss nothing, really. Yeah. It was just silly stuff. All right, we had um, this match was actually really good. Isaiah Swerve Scott defeated Tony Nese. It's actually a really good match. I enjoyed it. It didn't do anything. Yeah, except for the funny finish. I thought the match was really good. I yeah, was when cool. Jack Gallagher came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than that, I thought it was really good, I and mean, it didn't affect because Swerve won that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the the funny finish didn't affect right Swerve. So I thought that was kind of cool. And we forgot how good Tony Nese is. Oh yeah. You no. Know. Next up, um, Brizango, returning Brizango. Like, Fandango came back. I didn't understand this. Defeated Yui and only Lorcan and Danny Burcher earned a shot at the NXT Tag Championship. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... Why, why did... The match itself was kind of good. Yeah, I, match I, I enjoyed it. Uh, three, if I had a snarker, three and a half, three, yeah, three quarters even. I'd but it made no much. sense that, it, that they get the title match. Yeah. And after the week ago, you gave... Lorcan and Bert's uh, video package. So why, well, why the bait and switch here? Like uh, I was like, what, what, what's happening? Um, but then that, I think the match was good. Uh, but that I just, I was like, why them? <laughs> For takeover? That's a takeover thing, right? Um, no, I think that's next week. Okay, at least, at least. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think that's on. Didn't say here. It might be. I didn't see. I don't see it here though. Oh. All right, they did an interview last backstage last week. Robert Stone and Chelsea Green cut a promo about Robert Stone brand. Green said after one shot flesh, she's the hottest thing she's ever been, and she fired Stone. Yeah. I think she's getting a call up. Probably. They're probably calling her up. That's why she got rid of Robert Stone. Probably. Um, Santana Garrett defeated Aaliyah, who's trying to be Robert Stone's new yeah, protege. And, and that was like Robert Stone's last gasp too like he came out during that match looking like shit yeah I thought he did that very well he did he it did was that very well he looked at, he's like this sucks <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah and I don't know if you noticed Robert Stone during some of the other well you don't watch the other shows but I watched some of the other shows you see Robert Stone in the crowd because he's one of those NXT people yeah. in the crowd he, he looks nothing like the that used to be he used to be an impact guy Robbie yeah yeah um it looks it looks nothing like he looks on on <laughs> on NXT I was like he looks like a normal person and then seeing him here it was just very dynamic changes here. yeah um I, I gotta say I, I enjoyed it 
the so it wasn't a great match or anything like that. But I feel like, like Aaliyah's starting to grow on me. Yeah, a little bit. I think she. I mean, I used to think she was garbage, like straight garbage. But I feel like she's doing her character great. And she's getting better in the ring. And I she's getting a little bit better in the ring. But I feel like she's really grabbed like the charisma in the ring. A yeah. little bit. I mean, I'm not throwing her to the stars or anything like that. But I think she she's someone to keep an eye on. I think. Right. Next up, we had the video package that we talked about earlier in the show for the women's triple threat match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was great. At first, I didn't get why they had Io Shirai in the water for the whole promo. That right, when you're in the water, you're alone. She does it herself. She's alone. All right. She was, she, you're alone in the water. You got to survive on your own in the water when you're drowning. Now, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was just because she was just floating around. No. And that's how WWE is just treating her. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you're going to get technical, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a question about Rhea Ripley. Does she have like a piercing under her lip or something? I think so. I'm noticing it and it always flashes too quick. My shit's a piercing like under her lip or something. Yeah, I think she has one of those, whatever, whatever this is called. No, 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 on the top. Oh, this, I think so. Probably. I wouldn't be putting it when, when she talks, you could see it like hanging down, like right where in the middle where the two top teeth are. Yeah, so, probably, probably. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it still could be a great match. I think that might be my match of the night. I'm, I'm, it I'm has the opportunity to, to be, yeah. Right. Um, Cameron Grimes defeated Bronson Reed after the match was over. Um, Karen Cross came in the ring and hit Reed with it with his suplex move he does, and cut him called Dude Sayato. Uh, yeah, um, it's a sidle suplex. That's the right. general term. I guess they call it Doomsday or Death Sidle. Because he's so big, I guess. Yeah. And he cut a promo on Champa. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, six woman tag match was announced in your house, which you talked about. Miriam Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackup versus Kendall LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. So. Okay, main event. Interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. El Hijo del Fantasma defeated Drake Maverick to become the cruiserweight champ- interim cruiserweight champion. After the match is over, Drake Maverick got his contract. Yeah, so I guess if, well, you talk about the match. Um, the match was great. I enjoyed the match. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't give it to Maverick because I feel like if they gave it to Maverick, the new thing would have been he, if he loses, he's out. Huh. So I'm kind of glad they didn't give it to him. They gave it to the right person, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. Because yeah. I want to see um, the Cruiserweight Champion. Devlin? Jordan, Jordan Devlin versus Fantasma. I want to see that match. Okay. Like, the unified Cruiserweight belts. Yeah. That would be a great match. The Drake Maverick, I read somewhere that Drake did get fired from WWE. Like, he, when he got released, he got legit released. Yeah. But he had already been signed for the tournament. So they gave, they asked him, do you still want to be in the tournament? No, even though you're really just to, no, just to fulfill your obligation, mm-hmm. he said yes. But he built himself up, you know, with the thing he did with cry, you know, like he endeared himself so he earned his spot back. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about that. No, I think that's fucked up. I think it's, I don't think that's. True. And it didn't. And what did, made it worse was a story came out this week that a bunch of the wrestlers that were released were offered contracts at lower pay to come back. Yeah. I'm like, come on, really. <laughs> It, was, it just felt like Bush League the way they did that. Um, my main problem here with this match okay. was that it wasn't Kushida in the match. Oh Kushida should have been in the match. He won. He should have won the last match from last week. Just saying. Oh, moving on. God. Anyway. Oh my, <laughs> uh, my second problem. Oh, my God. 
Let it go, let Kishida it go. Kishida won the match. It's the... Let it go, man. <laughs> let it go. <sighs> let it go. Anyway. Um, but my, my other problem is that the, the whole situation was just bad. Like, it, it's just... Either one, they never really fired him. And they used him to do a gimmick based on something that really happened to real, real people right. about losing their jobs. And they try to run it congruently with it. Or, he really lost his job. They really fired him. And he had to know he wasn't going to win and that they were going to give him a contract. It wasn't, I don't think that was a surprise when Triple H came out there because he never looked back. I think it yeah. was... I think, original, I think when the tournament started, he wasn't going to get a contract. I think as the tournament progressed... I think that's what happened. No. If, I, if I had to guess. I don't think so. Because look at, like we said before, look at when he's doing that promo that we all felt for him for. He's in Rust WWE gear. You know what I'm saying? He's promoting future things that he's doing and stuff like that. That's also another thing. Remember, a lot of these matches were already done. You know? Or some, most of them were already done before the the, the firing. You know? It's so, very it's very seedy situation. <laughs> yeah, so I think there's no good way to look at it. It's just it's just fucked up that they did it. They just, they just ooh, just fired them and just let them but go. You, but you know what? I guarantee you, some of the guys that got fired, like you know what? <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> because in three months, nobody's like they're not gonna care about you anymore. He's yeah, he's gonna be a joke again, peeing on himself. And then meanwhile, like the guys that got fired, will be in an Impact or Ring of Honor or New Japan or AEW, killing. Keep in mind, like this gimmick that they did with him, they did with um, Kendrick uh, Brian D Brian Kendrick. Right. Where is he? You know, they did a similar gimmick. Well, it was more real with um, um, Cedric Alexander as well. When he had his great match at, and during the Cruiserweight Challenge. Right. And he and Triple H comes out and he didn't give him a contract at that point, moment. But you knew because Triple H came out with Cedric and grabbed him behind the gate that he was going to get signed. You know? And he did. Right. You know? So those were, I think that's what they were trying to capture with it. But... It's just the timing with the with them firing people and then doing this on top of it. I just think even if it was if even if it was real, it's shitty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they I should, agree. And they should have. I just don't think they should have done it. And it just looks nasty. And I don't know if you noticed, they're not calling it the interim anymore. So I wonder what that means. If if it means anything, it means probably because they, they don't want to delegitimize. I mean, that could just be them. They don't want to delegitimize the title. Yeah. Like they don't know when Jordan Devlin's coming back. Yeah. So they they want to call him interim because then it'll it'll, it'll so imply it that might. he's not the real champion. Yeah. And it just might become the real champion. Right. So they don't know. Dollar, yeah. So I, I I don't mind, man. I I see what you're saying, but I don't mind that. I yeah. get why they, that I get why they're doing. They don't want to. No, I don't. Get have a yeah, I don't have a problem. With it. I was just wondering, like, if you noticed that. No, yeah. I did notice it, but I I, I immediately I'm like, you know what? Makes sense. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give him that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna give him a whole pass on that one. Oh, real quick, one more thing about the before we get to your show. On Raw this week, they filmed a segment with Otis and Mandy sitting poolside. That's Zack Ryder's pool. They uh, called his girlfriend Chelsea Green, who he lives with. Yeah. They asked her permission if they could use his pool because he had this. He's, he's, he got fired. Yeah. So I guess from what I, I I don't remember the whole story, but I guess somebody that he knows in WWE called Zack Ryder up. Yo, can we bring Otis over? He's like, I, he's like, he tells me, I don't know who Otis is. I never met. I, I don't know him though. 
Mm-hmm. And he came over with Otis, and he was pissed. Yeah, it was like he was shaking in anger yeah, or something he was, like that. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. That's ballsy as fuck. Yeah. If, if they had the WWE real world, like, you know, we want to borrow your pool from them, we're going to pay you to use it. Mm-hmm. We're going to treat you like a contract, and we're going to pay you to use it. That would have been the right thing to do. Yeah. No, that's ballsy as fuck. And shit, shit like that, the standing, making the making the the at the wrestling crowd stand up, make them not eat right. The thing with Drake Maverick, the fuck, all of it's making pissing me off about WWE. It's all sh- it feels like shady business practices. Yeah. It's skeevy shit. Yeah. Oh well, what I I do appreciate Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona, like. That dude was ready. <laughs> like, like, like the moment he got let go, Pro Wrestling T's T-shirt came out. I think he, I think he started writing on the wall. Well, yeah, that's I mean. Or uh, he design, or he had a design for months. Like, they're gonna release me at some point. Well, yeah, I think uh, if I if I remember correctly, he had an interview with um, Jericho. Like he was on Jericho's show with Brian Myers, and he was basically just ready. Like he was as it was happening, like he was expecting the call. Right. And he he got shit ready, like he got like he like he has a T-shirt that says "Not There." That just came out, which is kind of like a play on his old thing, like "Always Here" or something like that. Yeah. Um. So it, now it's not there anymore. So like he, he since he's not there, he says "Not There." That's his new thing. Macrondona, not there. Um, and "Always Ready" is his turn, like his new slogan, "Always Ready." Uh. Yeah, he was just ready. He, he he got it out there. Like the dudes, him and that uh, Brian Myers, they have that. They have their own podcast, which is big business. The toy one, right? Yeah, the major uh, wrestling figure podcast. And it's big for them. They 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 got their own little company going on there. Um, Brian Myers, I think, opened up a school after this happened. And I think he's trying to get back into wrestling too. But I think he's more focused on the schooling of it, uh, from what I heard. Um, but yeah, dead. This is some shady fucking shit, man. Um. Yeah. So what was the match of the night on your show for you? Probably the Tony Nese and um Swerve match. Swerve. Yeah. It wasn't a great night of matches at NXT. Yeah, it wasn't a great go home show for NXT. It really wasn't. Um. I'm gonna give it. As shitty as I thought it was, the outcome and the fact that they did, I, I'm going to give it to Drake and Hijo de Fantasma. Because the match I thought was good. Three and a half it or something. Something like that, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but I, enjoy, I enjoyed the yeah. Tony Swerve match more. Yeah. All right, let's do your, let's do your show. Okay. So... We open up with Kenny Omega, Hangman Page versus the roommates. The British roommates. Um, I forgot what the, the, the opening was all about. I did find it funny. Oh, the opening was a Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, that's right. And I actually did something similar, too. I, yeah, you see, I, I fast forward a lot. So I yeah. I think the only show that didn't do it was Raw, but I think NXT did and I think SmackDown did it as well. Um, and uh, yeah, AEW did a Black Lives Matter uh, opening, which is good because because I, I I think it's important that they all these shows are getting out there, WWE and right and um regardless of what some of the people 
uh, on the show may feel. Right. Like Riker or Jericho or whoever. What did Jericho do? He posted an All Lives Matter hashtag or something like that. I think he was trying to be be against the violence and stuff like that. Saying, you know, like, I forgot what he said, but he did, he did do a hashtag that All Lives Matter or something like that. Um, Lillian Garcia got in tr- some hot water about something she said. I don't remember what she said, but she, yeah, she got into some. And then, of course, he got Jack Swagger there. Hey, Jack Hager, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, so, yeah. And then I... So yeah, so that. But at least the company as a whole... Right. Both are putting out the Black Lives Matter thing. Because I think it's important for it to be seen. Um, so, yeah, so they did that. Um, they The announcer, the commentary... Kept... In from the in the beginning of the show announced, I guess maybe they just want to give it away, but they kept saying that Fighter Fest was sometime this summer, and then later in the show we get the dates. I was like, it's a two night event on a on Dynamite. Yeah, um, which, so that, was, which is fine. Yeah, because Fighter Fest was free, but on BR Live before, right. before it was one of their preseason stuff. Um, so now that they're not in the preseason, I, yeah, I'm fine with them putting it out there on a the regular yeah. thing. Um, so I think that's cool. Uh, so we're opening up Hangman Page versus Hangman Page, Kenny Omega versus Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc, the British roommates. And uh, I love this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I think what I said is kind of happening with them um, that they're not they're they're not showing that that descent anymore. They are now a team, you know. Right. And they they're doing tag team moves and tag team you know like sequences and shit like that almost to perfection and shit like that so I think that's kind of cool like they're showing that now um oh yeah yeah they did the BLM video Britt Baker came out they did kind of a showcase for her and she comes out with a new gimmick this week Uh, last week she was the role model which they also used here but she came out in the Rolls Royce yeah. R O L E S. So, so I think I think I'm doing really good with those puns. Um and keeping her on like almost every show every week until she gets better. I think it's gonna be cool. Um Kenny Omega Yeah, so like I said, they're now a tag team. The best friends were out there um scouting because they're getting their title shot. At Fighter Fest. At Fighter Fest. FTR was there, uh, all the way in the back in the bleachers. Um, I guess practicing social distancing um, and uh, yeah and then I like the bit where uh, Paige caught Ford and he didn't know what to do with her yeah because he didn't want to get in trouble he's and like referee, what, what, I do? Like referee, what do I do like, do I drop her he just yeah drop I just drop her and just drop her I thought that was funny um, so yeah so I gave that match three and three quarters yeah that was a great match um, it was a lot of fun then we have the Tully promo, or a bit... Of, I wish they showed the whole promo, because it was an amazing fucking promo. Did you watch it? Yes. Uh, the, the Tully promo, um, which then leads to, I guess, another um, pre, pre-recorded pre segment, where they go into a limo, and basically the Tully promo is him. He's, he's angry. He's angry at um, um, Spears for doing what he did at Double or Nothing and that stupid gimmick and where he had his fucking face on his stick and shit like that and he totally was pissed and he's trying to encourage Spears to be more and 
the the promo's amazing. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It the Tully promo's amazing. Um, and then it leads to this this gimmick, which I understood. I did too. But I don't think the the majority of people watching would have understood. It's an old reference. Yeah. The, the um, he, so they go into a limo. Uh, Tully has this box and he says, "I got the answer. No more of the search for spears or anything like that because they were searching for a tag partner or gimmick, and which didn't go anywhere. And he and the, uh, spears opens the box and he takes out the black glove, the black fingerless glove, uh, which has been worn by Blackjack. Uh, but no, but the reference is specifically because that's what Barry Windham wore when Barry, he was yeah, Barry Windham. Yeah, other people right. have worn. It's, it's a historical thing. But I, I think it's more. I think the reference is more horseman thing." Like he, like, like he could be the Barry Windham. I feel like they're gonna put together like their own four horsemen faction, and he, he's like the Barry Windham of the four horsemen. I, yeah, I can see that, but like, I would appreciate maybe a video package of the glove beforehand, or maybe afterhand, or something like that, to show the significance of this glove. They'll probably do that next week. Because otherwise, you're watching is like. It's a glove. You know what? They'll do, <laughs> like, what the fuck is a glove going to do? Like, do, do? I think they're going to do that next week. Well, odds are they will, but I'm, I'm, that would have been so much appreciated here. You know? Like, just give people, like, an idea of what the fuck they're talking about. And the thing about the glove is that they may explain it, but they're going to have to explain it in a roundabout way. What do you mean? They don't... They can't... I don't think they, they can really show footage of Wyndham. You know? I don't think they can show footage of... Um, Black, Black, Black Jack Mulligan? Black, Black, yeah, Black Jack Mulligan and all those people who've had the glove before. Um, like the million dollar But they can show like pictures, that. though. Like, they don't have to show footage. They can show, like, a picture of him wearing the glove. Possibly. I don't know. Um, but other than that, that, just showing that, it was a good promo. Uh, the video package was whatever. Uh, after that, we have Brian Cage defeating Sean, another squash, uh, defeating Sean Dean, Captain Dean. Um, uh, squashes go during the half. Um, he defeated him with a buckle bomb and a claw, the drill claw. Yeah. Um, buckle bomb. It's a move that AW can still do. Right. For now, it's just <laughs> like, and then they, they don't have anybody that, that does it sloppily, so they'll be fine. Well, I don't know, Brian Cage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know the way he does this shit. It. I don't know, man. He's gonna hurt somebody, <laughs> yeah. man. He's Especially gonna, he's that gonna, drill claw. He's going to kill somebody. You see the way he did that drill claw to yeah. that kid? I like, I felt like his body, the top part of his body went down he's first. A little, he's a little sloppy. Yeah. And did, that's another thing. He, he did two moves that WWE doesn't really do anymore. <laughs> uh, buckle bombs and drivers. Uh, but yeah, as squashes go, I thought it was amazing. Taz did a promo afterwards talking about Moxley. Uh um, talking about how he didn't, he didn't like how Moxie was um, laughing stuff like that as, as he was talking and uh, Moxie comes out which I thought was cool um, one thing I thought was cool was that how he 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 came out after Taz was done right you know he didn't come out interrupting him he just came out after which I thought thank you for that um, but then he comes in the ring. He does his little promo. I think it was more of a promo to put over um, Cage and stuff like that, right. rather than him putting himself over and trying to do a good promo. I think it was just a good thing to just get Cage over. Um, I thought it was good. I just like the fact that oh, you're gonna keep my name out of your mouth. You know, watch who you're talking about. I thought that right. was good. Good setup for their match. 
Um, which I think is going to be Fighter Fest as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, after this, they did a Lance promo. Um, which I thought was cool, kind of cool. Because um, they allowed him to talk here. Talk on his own and stuff like that. And um, I thought it was funny. Because they find him like, at some highway, under a highway or something like that. Oh, yeah. um, they show him under a highway or something like that. And he's... he's he, I guess found some random guy wearing a mask. <laughs> Just some random lucha door walking around um, um, Florida or wherever they were. Um, well, it is Florida, so it's yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, they might have been one of the ones that were kidnapping people from NXT. So maybe, maybe that's the gimmick. It, it all comes together. Yeah, maybe that's the gimmick. Like they're stealing people from NXT to go to AEW or something like that. You want to keep watching? This? You want to put on the actual takeover? Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, put on the actual takeover. Um. So yeah, so yeah, so he's beating up. So, which I think the the luchador's name is Frightmare. Frightmare. Uh, I like that. Actually, I like that name. Yeah. Um, I think he's like one of the those very undercard guys that AW has, like one of their jobbers. Yeah. Um, I like that name, Frightmare. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um. So that, the, and then he does his little promo, where he's talking about everyone dies. He kind of mentions the Bucks, so. I'm curious as to what the fuck that's going to be. Like, is he going to try to take them both on at the same time and kill them or whatever, if at all. Um, and I liked how um, Jake the Snake was worried. Like, he was like, yo, don't don't, don't get too near him. Like, oh, shit, I can't, can't control him anymore. Like, he's like, usually it's, you know, Roberts that's talking for him, but he, now he's all on his own. He's, the leash is off, you know, so he's going crazy. So I th- thought that was cool. Except for the whole gimmick where he's, I guess, found some random luchador walking around and he's beating him up. I thought that was funny. Uh, after that, another video package. There are a lot of video packages between matches here. Um, they did a private party talking with Matt Hardy. And um, I guess we see where they're going to go with Matt Hardy right now. To be a private party. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to be like their mentor. I think they can introduce a trios title. I hope so. I I was hoping that was what they were going to introduce before, because I would have preferred that. Mm, um, no, I, I think that I think this is right. You have there's enough talent on that roster. You could do both, but I like the title for. I would have preferred. I'll say it again. I would have preferred that the, the TNT title being introduced when it was done. Oh, yeah. I said it before. I, I think it was bad optics yeah. that you released the title wasn't ready yet, and I think calling it the TNT title. It's a television title. It is. That's what Just they call make it. it the tele- That's what they call it. Basically, it's the TNT television title. This is basically what they call it. I just wish they had called the television title. No, it's for, it, this is what TNT wants, so they're going to give them yeah, they want what they want. They want but they want. Um, I, I don't mind it. It basically is the TV title. It's the red strap. It, it has the Turner right. mansion on it and everything. It's, it's the, t- it's the I, TV the television title. The first time I saw that, I'm like, why is there a weird building on the side? It's, that's, yes, where to, that's where they used to film the... Um, the um, Saturday Night World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. But um, I wish the title had been completed. That was my only gripe with them introducing that title. Yeah. But I'm oh fine with that. And the trio title, I'm fine with. I mean, do the, do the singles, now you do the trio, I'm fine with that. The trio title is something different. They brought Mullet Head back. Yeah, I know. Oh. But you know, it'll be cool. Because Gary Shanley. You could put a couple... <laughs> <laughs> You could put a couple of guys to get like in trio that normally wouldn't be in a trio. Well, maybe start pushing different talent. I think they are very much set up to do a trio title. They right. got trios all over the fucking place. Uh, I just that's why I wanted it first because it would have 
dis- differentiated them a lot, you know? Just introducing a trios league, because you got so many. You got Kenny and the Bucks. You got the Lucha Bros and Pac, the Death Triangle. You got best Pat, friends. best friends, man, with Orange Cassidy. You got uh, um, uh, Private Party and uh, Matt, Matt Hardy now. You know, you got so many trios. You got the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle. Any combination. The inner Any circle. combination, yeah. It'll probably be Chavo. It'll probably Chavo. It'll Chavo. probably be um, <laughs> Sammy Guevara and maybe um, LAX. P&P. Yeah, PMP. Um, I'm calling him LAX. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I, like I, they were they were were already set up to do like a trio style, so I was just I thought that would be the thing so just to differentiate them because no one does it, no one does it right. The, the the people that do do it, the trio style like New Japan or or Ring of Honor and stuff like that they just don't it because those titles don't matter over there you know right. they're just carry you know title carries. Um, but I think if they treated the, their trio's title right and make it matter it would be awesome you know and I think they will be in a better spot to do so uh, but they weren't I wasn't I wasn't offended when they said the television title the TNT title but oh my god um, but I just I, I I was hoping for something like that just to be very different than the the competition that's out there well I'm happy with the way they did this I mean I'm happy they didn't use the TV title first yeah and they're going with the trio's title yeah because they have way too many tag teams and put some of those tag teams into six into trio tag Well, they have too many tag teams because they treat the tag division with respect. Yeah, I know. I get that, but... Because the tag division matters there. Right, but there's too... I get... Well, how many... Too many how is it too many tag teams? How many like, tag teams like, do they have? They have like 11 or 12, dude. How many wrestlers do they have? What singles. Not that many. They don't have 11 or 12 singles wrestlers? They do, but you could have 11 or 12 singles... But... If you're gonna think about it, they're treating they the had tag too many title singles like belts, but now they got two singles belts. Yeah. If you had, if you, all right, they, they did the right thing. That's why I said they introduced the TV titles, and they got two singles titles, right? Mm-hmm. Fine. If you didn't do something with the tag team division, you have too many tag teams that's kind of floating around. And using the trio title gives those tag teams something to do. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Before, the, without the trio title, or without a second title for those tag teams to focus on, there are too many tag teams. Now you got the trio's title, now you can put those tag teams into six-man tags. I think putting Matt Hardy with Private Party is perfect, yeah. because he'll cover up some of their deficiencies. Yeah. So anyway, this, this so they showed them like getting along and how he wants to put them in. This was right. um, um, Extreme Matt Hardy, or was this V1? V, uh, it was it was um, Extreme Matt Hardy. Extreme, yeah. Um, because he was just talking regular and stuff like that, but he had the gear on. Um, and they were freaking out. They were being like fanboys and shit like that. Um, showing and also showing that Mark Quinn was it. Mark Quinn I always mix their names up. Um, yeah, Mark Quinn's the Mark Quinn's the one with the with the, with the reverse Mohawk. Okay. And Isaiah um, Cassidy is the young one, the kid that we that we that was sitting next to us at House of Glory. Oh right? yeah. They popped out. I think that was like, that's Isaiah Cassidy. Um. So yeah. So so both. Like his leg is fine from last week and stuff like that, which obviously is, um, was just a gimmick. Right. To get um, Matt Hardy out of the way. Yeah. And then also Matt Hardy went with them. And then they, it leads to this here. Now they're maybe forming a trio type of thing, or at least him becoming a mentor to them. So I think that's great for him. You know, So we're going to be seeing less of him on the main event issue, and he's going to be more building up these smaller guys. Which, 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 I'm, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Me too. Don't get me started. <laughs> Um, 
And you were the one I you were the one I was a fan of Matt Hardy. Like you know, Matt Hardy's in the right spot. No, he's a no. He should not have been leading. He should be here because his history with can you know with his history with other people like he fits here better because of his history with Jericho. I remember you saying that for what they were doing, right? Yeah, but I, I don't I don't think he should be like a a main eventer all the time. You know what I'm saying? Especially for this dumb it, for the dumb gimmicks that they were going to bring in and stuff like that. I See, just didn't want that. Well, what they could do with him in private party? Tell me what you think of this idea. Have them win the trios title. Like Matt Hardy as like the mentor to private party. Oh. Who was that? Uh, uh, Rock's daughter. And eventually, what you do is you have private. If you want to heal private party out at some point, you have them turn on Matt Hardy. You know, you take as far as you can take us. You're holding us back. We're better than that. If you ever want to heal them out at some point. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm thinking yeah. there's something they could do. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So after he makes amends with or talks with the the private party. He he walks out of the, that room, and almost bumps into Sammy Guevara, and then forgives Sammy Guevara. Yeah, uh, which I thought was weird, and probably building to something in the future as to either Hardy's going to turn on the private party, or Sammy's going to turn on Inner Circle, or some situation like that, or they're just trying to build up uh, some weird friendship between them. Yeah, you know? right. Um, so I thought that was just good, like laying down like shit that may happen. Real quick, we're watching the takeover in your house. I like the stage. Like the like the windows have the Titan Tron. I like that. Yeah, it's the the old right. But I like that. that. I like it though. It looks, yeah. it, it, it kind of fits. Yeah, it's perfect for an empty arena match. Are they giving away a house? No. <laughs> I like. It looks good though. Um, so where was I? Sean Dean. After this, we have um, Cocobana versus Chris Jericho, and I was surprised to find out this was a dream match. Basically, this never happened before. Uh, of all the years these two have been wrestling, like Jericho's been thirty years, I think Cabana's been somewhat twenty years or more. They've never wrestled each other before, you know. So I was surprised to see that, like like that never happened before. Um, and I thought this match um, was great. It was. They went a little too long though. I want to see Jericho just just like I wanted to see Cole Cabana get some offense in. Because he's Cole Cabana, he's good. But I wanted to see Jericho just annihilate him. Like, you know, Jericho's pissed. He's pissed at Mike Tyson. He's pissed at Orange Cassidy. And I'm going to take it out of Cole Cabana. Well, yes and no. The, the idea is Cole Cabana's not the guy who's going to get squashed. He's not a squash guy. You know? And so he's going to put in offense. Like, that's his level. Like, he's so... He's not at the top of the mid card. You know? So... He's going to destroy all the mid-card guys under him. But when he goes against a Jericho or he goes against a Kenny Omega, he's not going to win. You know? Oh, she's a little pixie. Yeah. Um, she's a size pixie. Yeah. Um, so, they, they're not... What, is it, she changed her name to, like, Nightmare Pixie or some shit like that? No. Um, uh, poison Pixie. Poison Pixie, yeah. She says that pint size poison. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it's not even pixie anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I like her as a heel. It yeah, it's growing on me. I just the the, the transition they did from that to yeah. this. Yeah, it's just like but it's like a it's like a to switch shows. It's like a DC reboot or Marvel reboot. It's just yeah, like yeah. Oh, a new character now. I like yeah. how she's the short. I like how she's the shortest one there, and they all tower over her. Yeah. Raquel Gonzalez and Tegan they just tower over. Her. She's yeah. like so short. She's only like five one. Yeah, 
He's like the shortest one there. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's why it's a pixie. Pint size. Pint size. Um. Anyway. So where was I? Oh, the Coco Banner. I, I just think like he's always gonna be the type because he's. He's a type of wrestler that's not like he's gonna be able to show that he's serious, and that's what you get here. And and the way he acts in the ring is that he you see how he puts over Jericho, like he like he'll be like oh shit I fucked up in the situation, right? And that's how it happened too. Like he he just fucked up, and Jericho was just smarter and got the the Judas effect on him. The, that's what yeah Judas effect, yeah. So I thought that was cool, and I thought like Jericho was just one step ahead of him in certain situations, like the. The like yeah, when uh, Cocobana pushed him down, and Cocobana was gonna do the the Superman pin that he does, and but Jericho was ready for it and turns it into uh, the walls, right? Like, turning Cocobana's finisher into his own finisher and stuff like that, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, I love the match. I thought it was three and three quarters. I, it, it was good. Yeah, I said it went a little too long for me, but it was good. Next up. We have uh, Big Swole versus Nyla Rose. Um, this was better than I thought it was going to be. I gave it three and a half. Um, that I thought this was this made uh, Swole look good, even though she lost. Uh, and then it just gave more heat back to um, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Um, and then what happened after this? Uh, they they interview Tony. I guess Tony likes interviewing the losers of matches because that's what he does his gimmick. <laughs> so yeah. After a match, he'll go to interview the loser. Um, but yeah, so they go interview her, and then they, um, Britt Baker has Rebel back up into the crowd, and they start arguing, kind of continuing that little feud that they were having before. Right. Uh, Sans mentioning their their significant others. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And uh. And then just it's just always good. It was just building that up. So when Britt Baker comes back, she has a title, like not title shot, but uh, she has a, a match. To she come has back something to, to do yeah. when she comes back, right? Yeah. And then they're just building up more on Big Swole, uh, even though she lost. I felt like she she was actually really good in this too, because normally I'm not, I guess, impressed by Swole in her matches, but I thought here was very good. Excuse me. Um, and then Nala Rose, I thought was good too, um, in this match. She played her position well, um, and obviously working her back up to try to get back. It's a good match so far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I gave it three and a half. Uh, after this, oh, after this, we have the interview with Tony Schiavone and uh, FTR, and it was a good little interview thing where, like, the first question was, "What does FTR mean?" Um, which I, well, I think the first thing they say was well, like. It, well, it could mean follow the rules. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> follow the rules? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like, can you imagine a chant, like a chant? Follow the rules. <laughs> like, follow, follow the rules. Like, the like, rule. um, but I, I, Ooh. Jesus, caught a mid fucking air. Yeah. Um, so at least, at least that's what happened that time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least somebody caught him. Yeah. Um, so, I like that they said FTR, like, you know, it's a, it's a way of life. It means whatever we want it to mean. Exactly. Yeah, and that was cool. I was going to bring that up just now, I'm too. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I just you thought you No, it's good. It's not silly. But I did like that they I said that, too. It. I like the idea that it's um, like CM Punk. You know, it could be whatever you want it to mean. You know? Fuck the rules. And I think Shivani even brought that up at the end. Um, where before everything broke out, 
Giovanni was like, I thought it was fuck the rules or, or fuck the revolt or something like that. Fuck, um, no, he thought he, he thought, they beeped all things. So he played that. I thought it was fuck the revival. No, oh, revival. Sorry. Because remember, because remember, they beeped out the yeah. entire thing. They couldn't even say the revival. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, and then, of course, you have the, the Butcher and the Blade come in. Um, after FDR did their interview and talked to everything about all the, the tag teams in the division. Uh, and they're going to be going through all of them. Uh, Butcher and the Blade come out and um, they have a confrontation. And uh, I guess that'll be their first match. And I like after I was like, you know what? It's business. It wasn't personal. It's business. Yeah. Goes, you want us? Guess in the ring. Like the way they did it, like it's just business for us. Yeah. It's never personal. Yeah. Until I think one of them threw their water bottle at the butcher, <laughs> made it personal. Yeah. I thought the interview was okay. I thought it was good. It showcased them well and then showcased their attitude, like as if, like, yeah. I mean, like they're a- like, whatever the fuck, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. Right. Yeah. And we're the best tag team in the world. And that's how you're going to be. You're going to be apologizing to us, you know. For not considering us in the tag, best tag team division, you know the t- best tag teams in the world and shit like that. Um, I'm curious how well they're gonna. I'm curious about their first match because we know how good they are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm curious too. I mean, it, you're not gonna get an, a, a five star special with the butcher and the blade. No, it's just it's gonna be a squash. But I'm curious if they can carry the but the FTR can carry the butcher and the blade to a good match. You know how some wrestlers... I don't even like, think you've got that. Is this just going to be them destroying the Butcher and the Blade? I don't know about that. Yeah. I think... I don't know if you want to take the heat off... Compl- I don't know if it's going to be a squash. I the think it'll, I think it'll be a good match. Butcher and the Blade? I think so. They're... they're no, I'm saying, like, you take the heat off of who? The Butcher and the Blade? No, no, I, I didn't say take the heat off. I, I, I misspoke. Oh. I don't think you wanted to squash the Butcher and the Blade. They, they, they still have hope for them in the tag division. But they're, they're just a squash team. They've not won one match. I, th- I think it'll be better than you. I don't think it'll be a squash match. But that's just my thinking. We'll find out next week. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a squash match. Um, yeah, like you said earlier, we found out that um, Fighter Fest is going to be two nights. It's going to be July 1st and July 8th. Um, and all titles will be on the line. Over two nights. Over the two nights, yeah. I think my personal prediction... I think the tag title match closed out night one, and the main event clo- and um, Moxley K closed out night two. Uh, my prediction is TNT closes out night one, and or yeah, TNT probably closes out night one, and Moxley closes out night two. Okay. Um, I forgot about the TNT though. Yeah, the TV title. I yeah, I, I would assume that they would put that. I wonder if because he said it's gonna be every week, so I wonder if he's gonna be putting that on the title the next week as well. Yes, he said he can do it every week. Yeah, so he'll be on both Fighter Fest defending. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, maybe not that. Maybe he won't be. It'll, he'll defend it on night one, and he won't. Talk, he won't defend it night two. Maybe. Um. Lost my spot. So yeah, so so I thought the interview was great. They announced Fighter Fest on two nights, which is fine. It's awesome. Um, and I like their special. TV shows that are pay per view esque, right. that they you know they've done Bash at the Beach and other stuff like that, um, the 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 Jericho cruise ship wrestling rage or whatever the fuck they called it, you know, those are good little gimmicks to get people excited about this 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 episode of Dynamite and it's gonna be pay per view you know quality type stuff. Um, next up we have the main event, which was Cody versus Jungle Boy, Cody. Going over on um, Jungle Boy. 
Now, I'll say this. I love the match. Match was really good, except... Oh, what's your except? They got the blood. Yes, that, you, that was going to be the same sister. I was like, is this going to be every week? You don't need... Co- you don't need Cody busted open every week. You don't need it. I, I, but, I but is I, this what it's going to be? Because I hope not. That seems to be his formula to get busted <laughs> open. Yeah, to get busted open because he has blonde hair and he's his daddy's boy, right? Like so. Yeah. I'm like, is this going to be every week? I don't yeah. know if that's. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like like. Or maybe he's just trying to show for this first one that Jungle Boy is nobody to be messed with. Yeah, because it was, it was a big good. Good showcase for Jungle Boy. It was, but maybe they were also just trying to show like this is a Cody match. Next I, week is probably going to be a squash because he's going against Mark Quinn. Um, next week. I hope it's not a yeah. I hope it's not like when he when he faces somebody good like decent like Jungle Boy he gets mm-hmm. busted. I hope, I hope not. Especially now with all that's going on with the COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. But less bloodshed the better. Yeah, that that was my only gripe with the bloodshed. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't like it didn't disgusted you off by the blood right, or anything like that, but, but it, it felt like it wasn't needed. I just felt like we, there's a formula for a Cody match. If that's gonna be every week, it's gonna like the whole week. idea, of like like Cena and his um his challenge, like is you got a different Cena, you know, you got a new Cena, you got like what was known as Indie Cena, right? Right. Like, like, he was introducing new moves, stuff he didn't do all the time, and he, he put over that title and, and the wrestler that he was with. Right. You know? Until finally when someone does beat him, it meant something. You know? Like, but, I hope that this one was just like that pilot. You know? This is a Cody match against someone that's really good and comparable to him. You know? Next week is Mark Quinn. It's gonna be a squash. Hopefully. You know? Then we're gonna get Let's say Kenny Omega at some point, right? Maybe that will be a Kenny Omega booked type of match instead of a Cody style. Like maybe we'll get different styles of matches here, depending on who he's with. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it's not the same. I hope it's not a formulaic match yeah. where it's a Cody match every week. Yeah, that like, would like are stay. we like we're gonna, I think it's gonna come to a point where we're gonna be able to predict when he's gonna open up, like cut open, you know, like oh the camera went be- away. He's going to open up. And we're going to be able to predict if he, if he gets cut open, he's going to win the match. If he doesn't get cut open, he might lose the match. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I like that. That, to me, just raised an eye. Like, I, I three and three quarters the match. It was a great match. But except for that. Except for that, like, ticking in my head, like, oh, he's already in commercials. Um, <laughs> um, Drake Maverick is doing yeah, commercials. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is that? That's Bug, Boogs. I forgot his name. He, his gimmick is like he's like an 80s rock star guy. Oh, God. He's been there for a long time. He comes out. When, when I last saw him in, on NXT, it was a long time ago, months ago. And he would come out, and throughout his whole fucking match, he would scream like loud, like a like a hairband scream. Like, God. you know how um, Cassidy screams sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, he, like, he, when someone's about to do a move on him, he does yeah. like really high street. Yeah, like, yeah. That's him throughout the whole fucking match. God. Um, I don't know if he's changed that. I would assume so. Maybe that's why they took him off TV. But I hope yeah, so. um, they, they should bring Elias back down and team up with Elias. You and your gimmick, two, team, two your, your gimmick factions, stars. man. Two crappy. <laughs> you're not doing anything with Elias. Why not? Um. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So. So yeah. So and then and then they they also announced that Mark Quinn was his next challenger, which I also was like head scratching like. 
So how are they determining? Like, is it just a, a sign-up sheet? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And then, <laughs> like... But yeah, how long is, is Cody picking? It could or, be yeah, Cody saying, I want to get this kid a shot. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just all his discretion. Yeah. Because um, there's... Yeah, because I was just wondering, like, why Mark Quinn? Like, Mark Quinn? I think what's going to happen is, I think he's going to beat people like Mark Quinn. He's going to work his way up until he finally loses the belt to somebody. Like, he's going to get too... It could be really like he gets too big for his britches. Like, he's beating people every week. Like, okay, you know what? I beat everybody else. I want to... I, I could beat Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega's the one that beats him. Oh, yeah. It might be that kind of thing where he has to build... He builds up to the ultimate challenger and loses it. Yeah. Or he builds up to the ultimate challenger and wins it. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that was AEW in a wrap. Um, um, which show you enjoy more? AEW. I'm going to agree with you. Exactly, yeah. What was your match of the night for NXT for AEW? For AEW, it's, it's oh, man. I'm going to give it to Cody and Jungle Boy. It was t- It's hard to choose between that and the tag in the beginning, but I'm going to go with yeah, Cody and Jungle Boy. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the tag match. Kenny and uh, Kenny and Hangman. Yeah, Kenny I'm gonna go. Morgan. I'm gonna go with that because, like I said, the blood thing kind of turned me off to it a little bit because it felt like that's Cody's thing now. Like, yeah. I, I like what Cody did at the end of that match where he, he like he's Cody. You know, he he congratulated Jungle Boy. Yeah, I like that. I I enjoyed the tag match a lot more. I knew Kip. I knew Kip and Jim Maverick weren't winning the match. That, that, no, that would have been. Oh, like, I know why you chose that match. Because before. No, 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 no. I, I forgot all you about pervert. that. You pervert. No, no. <laughs> I enjoyed the match a lot more. I would have preferred. That would have been a nice swerve if Kip and Jimmy Hammer pulled the upset off. Yeah. That would have been a nice little. See, I want to see AEW do that. That's one thing AEW is not doing. What? Which is fine. No, they're not pulling those, those big swerves off. Like, like have Jungle Boy beat, beat Cody, Cody's first title defense. Something like that. Have a swerve well, like that. Have they can't do that. Not yet. They're not in a position to do that yet. Yeah, but that that will get more eyes on the product. Let me tell you. Let me explain. Anything can happen. Yeah, no, anything can happen. But if you do that so early, or with maybe the, not, like the TNT title, or maybe, maybe have Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian win the belts. Swerve that. But it kind of derails that whole story that they're doing with Kenny. No, and, it doesn't anyway. because what you could do is if you're re- look. Right, maybe don't do that. Maybe somewhere down the line in a month or two, I'd say Kenny and Kenny and Hangman versus Best Friends in a couple of weeks. Have Best Friends win the title because of miscommunication. And you start the heel turn there for one of them. It's too soon. I'm saying somewhere down you know, the line. Like it's just too soon. Like Yeah, but the problem is then how I know you I get the slow burn thing that you love. I get that. But how long do you how long do you till, do it for? Till it's time. Till it's the but right when, time. But when's the time? You don't know. You'll know when you know. I'm not. I don't know when to do it myself. But they'll know when they know. Like it's like when you're making a steak. You know, you don't just put it on a timer. You know when it's ready, and that's when you take it out of the fire. Right. You know? I get that. It's not ready yet. They well, just started. They just first they weren't a team. They kept having miscommunication and arguing. You know and. And they kept leaving, like, Hangman Page kept leaving on his own and stuff like that. And now they're showing us that they are a team. Now they're showing, and like, it, Kenny you know and, and Hangman are, are leaving with each other. Okay, and this will be the perfect time to do it. You know why? They finally united as a team. They thought they were on the same page. And a miscommunication cost them the belts. But it's too soon for that. Like, they, they're just starting to show themselves as a team. You know? 
I, I don't agree with you on this. I think, I, and the whole idea is to get Hangman over. You know, it, Hangman's gonna be a single star. I mean, that's another thing about this episode. I missed Hangman Page. Uh, I thought it was great seeing him back, and he's still, to me, he still has that that star aura. Um, and it is to get him over. Like eventually, he he'll either leave on his own and they'll let him go or whatever, or they'll do a big thing where Kenny and and Hangman fight or whatever. Right, um, I get all that, but, but it's not time for that. Yet. It's just not time. Is in WWE? I, they gonna let the story. Is he wearing lace? Yes. Um, they're gonna let that story linger a little. I don't. Bit. I don't agree with that. I think they they should pull the trigger on it. You know what? Just do it. It's too soon. But when again, you're saying it's too soon. When it's ready. When it's that medium rare. When it's like lace and pink in the middle. You know, that's when you take it out. You know what I'm saying? You don't take it out before then. You don't take out the fire till it's ready to come out the fire. It's not ready right now. You know? I don't agree with you. You got to build up the story. Then you build up. First, they they build up. I think the, the story has been built up good. I think they're they finally tag more. team. And they think they're on the same page. Adam Page. See if I did that? Hilarious. They, they think they're on the same page. <laughs> and... They think that they can do the right thing. They're they're working. They're a team now, and they, a miscommunication cost them the belts. And maybe they weren't a team. And Hangman like, you know what? I thought we were a team. I really thought we were a team. I thought we were gonna rule this division. Maybe we're not a team. And that's when he turns. But that why would you turn them? Like they may not even have to turn them. It's just the, the story's just not there yet for them to to turn them yet. You know what I'm saying? Like they just show them as getting becoming a team. Now they're a team. Then they'll show them breaking up if if even they do that. Maybe they just might be do like a consensual thing. Like, listen, Kenny just goes, listen. That's I'm, not going to happen. They could do it. It's been done before. They've done it in New Japan before. You know? Where uh, Rocky was like, said that to um, Romero. Like, I'm leaving. I'm not being part of this time. I'm just going to let you do your, your solo thing to Rocky, uh, to um, Trent. And he just let him do his solo thing, which never, because I think he got injured and they, they, they didn't focus on him anymore after that. Ooh. Um. But yeah, it's just, you know, they might just do that and just have Kenny behind them. Something like that. Kenny's about the, those sob stories where it's, I can be your friend and shit like that, you know? I guess. I don't agree with you, but fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's AEW in a nutshell. And, uh, Black Lives Matters. Alright, we out of here. Is that how you usually end the show, sir? <laughs> well, you ended it with that. I didn't want to go anywhere. Do your general. Your, your Alright, guys. We are at it. Thank you again for joining us. Oh, by the way, thank you for listening to Isolation Mania. Yeah, let's talk thank about that. Thank you for joining, about, joining us for that. Before we end it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you everyone for who participated in Isolation Mania and watched the matches and um, the, the matches I curated. Uh... I, I, we're going to announce one that's going to be further. I, I, I'm laying this right on John right now. Um, I'm going to announce a month in advance. Um, that way we, we'll be ready and everything. The next one should be... Uh, actually, you know what? We're, we're going to pick a date right now. All right. So as you're doing that, I'm going to keep talking. Um, um, July 4th. No. <laughs> like, we're going anywhere. But yeah, but people are going to be doing stuff. I don't Fine, know. July 11th. The last time I did that, something like that, was doing WrestleMania. 
And it was, it was like hardly anyone. All right, July 11th. All right. That's July. the Saturday, the next Saturday. All right, July 11th. Actually, you know what? No, July 18th. Why July 18th? Because I have to work July 11th to 4 o'clock. So July 18th, I'm off. Well, yeah, well isolation is at 8 o'clock. You can't. I don't like, I want to go to bed. Okay. Um, so July 18th will be next Isolation Mania, and I personally will be picking the matches. Yeah. Reason you saying it like that is because the last two were majority chosen by me. Yes. All, all the matches. They um, were they were good matches. Don't get me wrong. They were best matches in the world. Sure. But I'm gonna pick the matches this time. Yeah. So I apologize in advance for that. Well, um, see the problem. <laughs> see the thing is, I'm the look. I know you like the Japan stuff. The start. The starting match was great. It was mixed. It's a mixed bag. Right. Uh, but what you, I you're wearing to different types of wrestling. Yeah. For which is good because it gives you know yeah. different views. But I'm gonna pick this. This is my, I want to pick this one. I do say I, I guess I just I didn't realize this. This one was Japan heavy. Yes. Because I had the Hannah Kimura. I had um, Stan Hansen versus uh, Kabashi, uh, Kenta Kabashi. I had Kenta Kabashi and um, Masaru. I forgot his um, tag versus Ken uh, Ken M Express. Right. Um, Which I've actually seen that match. Yeah, Which great. is weird. That's one of the old matches I've seen before. Yeah. It's one of the great tag matches. I yeah, think. it was good. Um, and then, of course, I, I had Thatcher and um, Chris Hero. Which was a great match. And um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, in uh, the Lucha match. Right. Um, which is uh, Atlantis versus uh, right. Villano Jr. 3. V- Villano 3. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. Mine was very... Uh, Japanese heavy with the Joshi and the, right. the, the age. See, that's not really my Japan. that's not really my bag. Yeah. Now I still enjoy them. It's not really my thing though. Yeah. So you can know it's my show. It's gonna be, a lot, it's gonna be American heavy. Yeah. Like, Expect a lot of impact. I'm joking. <laughs> actually, you you are gonna see a couple of impact. I have a couple of matches that I definitely want to put on there. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm mostly gonna do an impact Ring of Honor. Well, no, 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 no. Surprise, surprise, but no, surprise. no, I'm the same. But the, the some of the promotion I'm gonna look at. Yeah. I'm gonna look at Impact. I'm look at Ring of Honor. I'm gonna look at. Pro Wrestling Gorilla, MLW, maybe House of Glory, if I find a match that I like. Mm-hmm. I think I know what I'm going to do for that. If I do, I have a match in mind. So I'm going to pick some great matches. All right, cool. You're going to see my taste a little bit come out a little bit in these type of matches. So. Yeah. So guys, thank you for joining wait, 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 us. Wait, wait. Uh, oh, Christ. I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Uh, so yeah, so, so we're going to be doing another one July 18th. John's... Um, Five matches? Five. Just choose five. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and try to keep them half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah or of under. course. Um, so John's going to choose his matches. Uh, I also want to announce uh, either sometime at the end of this week or earlier next week, uh, we will be opening up a t-shirt store. Yes. Uh, through Teespring. Um, we will have different designs. The general Smarky Geeks uh, logo. We'll have the, the BC logo, the NWO logo style. And... Uh, and we'll have Isolation Mania uh, t-shirt there as well. It's supposed to be set up to, if you buy that t-shirt, it goes directly to uh, uh, Suicide Prevention Charity. Right. Um, but they haven't got back to me about that yet. Uh, so if anyone's listening and once the store is up and you are inclined to buy that t-shirt, um, I will donate what the proceeds from that t-shirt to um, the, the charity. Definitely. Uh, and then once I get enough, I will donate, and then I will. Uh, I'll put a receipt 
and uh, I'll take out the numbers and stuff like that of personal numbers and stuff right. like that. But I'll put a receipt showing that we I I, I sent the donation to right, the right, definitely. Um, just for transparency and stuff like that. Um, cause uh, yeah, mental health is a big thing for me, uh, and this is the best way I feel I I can give to that is just sitting on my ass and putting out a t-shirt you know no, it would be kind of cool if we do personal personalized t-shirts for each of us like a t-shirt like your t-shirt my t-shirt what do you mean like something like, not like say like wrestling like the single wrestler the tag wrestler each you have like a tag shirt but they have a shirt just for themselves something like that maybe oh yeah yeah I was thinking like 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 you know how I used to always say keep it you know it's not that complicated right yeah, you know, yeah. That, that'll be like my thing and then uh what was the thing you, you you actually said something for a t-shirt? I don't remember. Anyway, this is going beyond. Uh, so so yeah, so that shirt. If you buy that Isolation Mania shirt, uh, just know that the money, the proceeds from that shirt, will go towards the charity. Now, is there a way like the, the t-shirts that were selling for us? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking maybe we donate five percent of that to the same cause, like our personal stuff. Yeah, we can, but we're gonna have to do math on it and stuff like that. Oh, I hate math. Yeah, I know. Uh, math that's why I, I know there'd be I know there'd be math involved. Yeah, that's why I, I just it was a good idea. But I know. Yeah. that's why I just wanted the. It's they're supposed to set it up for me so that whenever they whoever buys that shirt, it just goes directly to the thing. Uh, but they they haven't set it up yet. I sent an email, sent all the information they need. They just haven't got back to me yet. So I'm just waiting on that. So the shirt is up there. It's just not set to go directly to the charity. So I just want to be transparent. I about hope that. they. Is there a chance they won't? They won't approve it. No, they already approved it. They just wanted the information from me. Oh, okay. Which I gave them, and I'm just waiting for them to uh, 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 reply back. Right, right. And say it's been done for you, uh, but they haven't. Um, so just know that we like once we get the proceeds from them, we'll send from that shirt. Right. We'll send the the proceeds to the the suicide charity. Um, pew pew. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Dick. Dick. Anyway, oh, real quick. So, whenever Finn does the pew pew thing, the bullet club thing, you said it once. It looks like he's going pew pew. Now, yeah. whenever I see it, I think the same thing. You know why he does the shooting thing now, right? Why? Because he's he shoots on his interviews and shit like that. Oh. Like he comes out and talks like breaks the the kayfabe every oh, time okay. he goes out and does his little promos. Gotcha. Like he talk like now he's a shooter. Get it? Yeah, pew, pew. I get it. <laughs> I just got that like last week. I was like, "Fucking bunny!" Oh, he's a shooter. Hilarious. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good match, though. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Like I want to cancel. Yeah, it's really good actually. Um, so what? Both matches were really good. It's a takeover. Like I said, yeah, don't, yeah. don't bet against it. Anyway, let's let's officially end this. show. Yes, let's officially end um, this. And, um, uh, guys, do don't forget. Think? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for Isolation Mania. Our T-shirts will be up. And please, as always, keep it in. Two. Woo!